We've had final second victories, state records, and hard-fought battles so far tonight. Dennis Summerow, I'm Hunter Vaughn as we bring you Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation of the Division Four state championship game. But like Jesse Nelson said, the most intriguing game of the day is tonight. On one side, Luxembourg Casco Spartans, 12-1 and on the year. Their first ever trip, even past level three of the playoffs, and they're fighting for a gold ball here at Camp Randall Stadium. But then on the other side, the local team, the Lodi Blue Devils. They're undefeated, 13-0 on the year, but head coach Dave Pulls, he's been a coach for 20 years, Dennis. And he said this is his last game. He's already won one state title, but he wants to win another one with his son, Brady, who's a senior on this team, as this is Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania. And Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles for 50 years. And the trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda just off the Beltline in Madison or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. So Dennis, plenty of storylines here tonight between Luxembourg, Casco, and the Lodi Blue Devils. What are you looking for in this game tonight? Well, first of all, one little note here. Uh, back in 2017, Brady Poles, uh, Kalar, and crew uh, Clemens, they're, uh, t- they're twins, mm-hmm. Josh Klon, and Mason Lane were all ball boys or water boys. Wow. On, and uh, when uh, Dave thought about, uh, you know, stepping down because uh, Brady's a senior and he's going to be moving on to college, have two kids in college, and uh, the more he thought about it, rather than waiting until the end of the season, he would just say, okay. Most of these kids, if he didn't coach them in youth football, he coached them in t-ball. Oh. So you got 24 seniors. You look at their starting lineup, it is all seniors, both sides of the ball. And uh, just like uh, Luxembourg Casco, we should roll the wrestling mat out tonight because these are two of the powerhouses mm-hmm. traditionally in the state. Matter of fact, Luxembourg Casco is the defending Division II state wrestling champion. And then you've got a quarterback in Max uh, Ronsman, who is a two-time champion and was one of the leaders of that wrestling team last year. So you got guys out here. If you see guys break into a holder or like, like it's a pin mm-hmm. move, they're kind of confusing sports a little bit. But that goes to show you how physical I think this game's going to be. But for Dave, yeah, he decided this would probably be a good way to, to end it. And the more he's thought about it, yeah, he's pretty comfortable with that. And we go back uh, his whole career. I've covered Lodi. was here for their, their uh, two state finals appearances, including the championship. And... Uh, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy to go out without, you know, with a championship. Luxembourg Casco's never been here before. Yeah, and, you know, it's so funny. We uh, had a uh, media press conference with the coaches this week and head coach Neil Searing for Luxembourg Casco. Somebody asked him about this team and not ever having been, like I said, past level three before. And he was like, well, yeah, you know, it is going to be different for us as a team and as a program. But he said, I have about 15-ish. He didn't even know the total number of players who wrestle on this roster for Luxembourg Casco. And he's like, they've been to state. They know what it's like to play for championships. They're going to be just 
fine and you know that wrestling skill that's going to come into play and especially when it comes to our canopy wealth management keys to the game today let's start with those luxembourg casco spartans dennis what are their keys i'm going to guess that the line of scrimmage is one of them you betcha win the turnover battles number one win the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball and tackle well tackle well in space to limit their big their big plays in uh, the uh Last game, Lodi's quarterback, uh, Mason Lane, had a 70-yard touchdown pass and a 72-yard. So yeah. you want to you eliminate those. And, you know, Mason Lane can also get it done with his legs, but it's another great quarterback on the other side for Luxembourg-Casco with Max Ronsman. I'm going to guess that he's going to be a big key to these Lodi Blue Devils defense. Number two, actually, for Dave uh, Poles, uh, he said number one is be sound on special teams. No big plays because that's – in a game like this, that's a momentum. You fumble a punt or you block a kick, you get an interception return. So uh, be sound on both sides. Also, because they have so many players both ways, they give some other players a chance on special teams. So you don't always have your A players mm-hmm. out there. So that's a lot of pressure on some of those guys that aren't maybe used to being in a big-time situation. But uh, I think he's, he's got them right where he wants them. Then quarterback Rex, uh, Max Ronsman. He's slippery, is how yeah. we put it. And another thing, uh, when I talked to Mike Poto from Milwaukee, he gave me some great stuff from uh, last week with Catholic Memorial against Luxembourg Casco. He said, these are wrestlers, and you can tell. It's like the like turtles, are. they go down where they make it hard to grab them. Mm-hmm. And Ronsman is just, you watch his hips at the line of scrimmage, you watch how he moves, and you, you understand why they're so good at wrestling yeah. and how that translates well to football. Then the last one is move the chains and find a way to score. By moving the chains, you're going to control the clock. And uh, that's what they want to do. They want to be able to run the football. They can throw it, but they want to be able to run the football. Those were your canopy wealth management keys to the game. But for this championship game, you know how important it is to have a game plan in place. The same goes for managing your wealth. Canopy Wealth Management has a balanced approach to help guide you through a complex and ever-changing landscape. Canopy serves as a partner, advocate, and steward to help achieve your goals with confidence. They believe that values matter and strengthen the community. When you work with Canopy, care, competence, and clarity isn't just a tagline, it's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. We're just a few minutes away from kickoff in this Division Four state championship game between the Lodi Blue Devils and the Luxembourg-Casco Spartans. And, you know, Dennis, again, we keep talking about all of these different storylines and how great these teams are at wrestling, and we're going to talk a lot about the quarterbacks, but who else do we have to look out for other than these quarterbacks in Mason Lane for Lodi and Max Ronsman for Luxembourg-Casco? Well, I'd say uh, let's take a look at the uh, the defense for Lodi. Uh, Kyler Clemens and Brady Poles, their outside linebackers, both have 77 tackles. Brady Poles has 22 tackles for loss this year. Uh, he made first-team All-State in the coaches. Uh, they do a large school and a small school, and for the small school, he was first-team outside linebacker. Uh, and their big win over Columbus, which really told people these guys are for real. Yeah. He had 13 tackles in that game. Uh, he and a few of his uh, buddies here are going to be going up to play at Eau Claire. They uh, kind of a program that's struggling, but yeah. they're going to build that one up a little bit. But those are two guys. And then again, um, you've got a, guy, a lot of guys playing both ways. And when I was talking to Mike uh, Polo again, we talked about what's the thi- what the big thing about wrestlers? They're not used to folding. They don't 
you know, when you get to that fourth quarter, guys, don't quit. maybe you get tired. They got that extra gear, that, that, that sixth gear, fifth gear, whatever you want to call it. And uh, Brady and, and Kyler at the outside linebackers have been phenomenal. Two minutes until kickoff here on Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Hunter Vaughn. Alongside me, the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Summerow. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the opening kickoff as you are listening to Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. Win or lose. We're going to walk out of the stadium tonight with our heads held high. That is amazing. Wow. What a game. Oh, my. Unbelievable. One more for the record books. Nothing's going to stop us now. And the buzzer knocks it down. Pick is up. Yes. He made it. Yes. Reverse layup is good with five seconds left. Put six on my staff. First title in program history. Being an in-state kid, everything that I wanted in the school was right at home. Every coach has a toolbox, and every tool is from another coach. Roderick, be able to hang out with each other and be together. Takes it all the way for the touchdown, led by a future Badger. I'm very excited for this kid because he is brilliant. What an absolute javelin toss. He's going to throw a jump pass and complete it for the two-point conversion to Hawk. I mean, we can see a lot of offense. Put the explanation point on it. And the buzzer! Do your best. Thank you so much for all you guys do for high school sports. Guys, I got goosebumps. That's all anybody can ask for. The biggest games, the most compelling stories, the area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Both teams are warmed up, and we are almost ready for the opening kickoff of the Division Four State Championship game here on Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Hunter Vaughn, and of course, next to me, as he has been all season long, the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Sumrau. The Lodi Blue Devils, they're the local team, also the higher seed, 13-0 on the year. They're wearing their home blue jerseys with white numbers, white helmets with the blue L and blue face masks, and then white pants with the two blue stripes down the side. As for the Luxembourg Casco Spartans, they will have their maroon helmets with the gold-yellow face masks and then white jerseys with maroon numbers and all-white pants. So, Dennis, last thoughts before we get the opening kickoff to the Division Four state championship game. Well, that, we talked about a couple of defensive guys for Lodi. i got to give a little love here for uh, Ezra Wagey, 85 tackles, 8 sacks, uh, starting defensive end, and uh, he's also the starting center. Uh, and he was second at state last year in wrestling. So he is a stud on both sides of the ball. Like I said, uh, the smaller divisions, you get more two-way players. Yeah. And when you have a lot of blowouts during the season, you don't get, you know, you can mm-hmm. kind of pick and choose on, on, on subbing whatever. But uh, Dave Paul's made the comment. He said, uh, I know we got you on one side and the other, but if you got to play 15 plays in a row, you're going to play 15 plays in a row if we need you on the field. And the kids just love that. I mean, 
the true players do not want to leave the, the field at all. And uh, that's what's fun to watch, especially in high school. Colton Brunell last year didn't make it yep. here with Columbus. He's the uh, epitome of that, an all-state linebacker and a running back. Well, you, you mentioned that Columbus team. They were number one in the state when they were playing Lodi back on September 28th. A game where, you know, great game, great matchup. You'd expect it to be a close, hard-fought battle. Lodi won that game 28 to nothing at Columbus. Just a that was the game where I realized, oh, Lodi's for real this year, and I think Lodi also realized they're for real and they can make it back to Camp Randall. Wasn't we had called the Columbus-Edgewood game before that? Mm-hmm. And then we thought, okay, this could be a good one, but no way it, I think it was going to be 28 nothing. Yeah. So, uh, And they held uh, Brunel to 76 yards. I think it was only twice he'd been held under 100 yards in his high school career. So uh, right there, that was the kind of the uh, turning point for, uh, for Coach Pauls and his staff. Uh, just, uh, again, a phenomenal day. He was a special education teacher at uh, Lodi. He's still going to keep teaching. He mm-hmm. got it late, so he can't retire at 57 yeah. or 8. Some of these others can. And then uh, you got uh, also a teacher. I always say the best coaches are teachers first. Neil Searing uh, for uh, Luxembourg Casco. He teaches third, sixth grade uh, physical education at the intermediate school. Mm-hmm. So uh, both these uh, guys... Uh, you know, that's what's cool about when you teach in a building. They get to see these kids in different, you know, yeah, different you know, avenues, areas. But then they get to watch the maturity. Yep. And it's like you know, when you cover, I've covered kids freshman to senior year, and you're just amazed at the maturity level and how cool it is to watch that development. But I think that's what's special about being a teacher coach. And now we are almost set. We had to wait for the TV broadcast to get caught up. Not something I've been terribly used to in broadcast time. Usually we've been the only media outlet covering some of the games that we've called. But we are ready for the opening kickoff. And it will be Lodi back to receive as Luxembourg Casco will be kicking off from left to right on Barry Alvarez Field here at Camp Randall Stadium. And he does the kicking, the punting, as well as plays tight end. And uh, also will play outside linebacker Trace Shanebeck will be the one kicking off number three for Luxembourg Casco. By the way, he uh, kicked the game-winning field goal against Catholic Memorial last Friday. That was his 18th birthday, by the way. How do you like that for a birthday present? Yeah, that game-winning kick to give Luxembourg-Casco the 23-21 win over the powerhouse that is Catholic Memorial High School. Uh, that was with two seconds left in the game. I got one more quick one here for you. And it was the son of Coach Neil Searing, who was underneath the goalpost to watch it come through. Oh. He picked up the football <laughs> after after the game. He's an eighth grader. He'll be playing next year. Shane Beck with a high end-over-end kick taken by Lodi at their own 14 across the 20-25 up the middle of the field across the 30 and brought down at the 33 yard line as that was number 22 Brody Rip taking the opening kickoff so out comes the senior quarterback Mason Lane 6'1 191 pound senior quarterback he was the first team all coaches association state team at quarterback finished the or so far coming into tonight 1700 passing yards as well as 1057 rush yards combined 25 touchdowns on the year passing and running lane will be in the gun on first down he'll have a pair of receivers to his left 
as he's got pulls behind him out of the pistol. Now he brings Sargent into motion from the left side over to the right. Low knee-high snap, handoff, excuse me, play action. Lane looking to throw, fires deep down the middle of the field. He's got his man at the 35, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Aiden Groskopf and the Lodi Blue Devils as they get this game started with a bang. 16 seconds in, Lodi leads 6 to nothing. What did I tell you? Groskopf caught one of those bombs from him last week. Uh, that was one of the keys to prevent the big plays. Lodi goes up top right away. I love it. And that was such a great play-action fake as we look at the replay here at Camp Randall from Lane. Faked me out, and it faked the entire defense for Luxembourg-Casco out as well as Aiden Groskopf got behind them for the huge play on the first play of the game for Lodi. Rosales will be on for the extra point. And that kick is up, and it is a 7-0 our score. 16 seconds into the ball game. We're going to keep it right here because it was so early into this first quarter. And also have to let you know that milk's been building champions for centuries. Why? Because research shows that real milk builds pregame muscle and low-fat chocolate milk restores post-game muscle for athletes like few other beverages can. That's why pro football players know they're going to need milk to fuel their performance. Learn their inspiring stories at gonna-need-milk.com. Brought to you by the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Dennis how do the Luxembourg Spartans now answer back? You just got scored out in your first ever state appearance in 16 seconds. <laughs> that's, that's nuts. Oh, jeez. Well, you come back by now trying to punch Lodi back in the mouth by taking the ball down with your running game. And now they've got a big play quarterback in Max Ronsman. So, again, we talk about that wrestling influence. Mm-hmm. You used to go back and forth. Okay, you got me. You got a point here. You got a take down here. I'm going to get you back. So uh, now we're going to see what Max can do coming out. Yeah, he's uh, only passed for 11 touchdowns, but, you know, he's run for 1,300. He's averaging 7.6 yards a carry. I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, break off a big one. And, you know, we mentioned all the wrestling influence. Max Ronswin, again, he was the state runner-up in the 152-pound class for the 2023 Division II uh, state team. They talked about the big plays last week in the second quarter. He had a 98-yard touchdown yeah. run. So uh, he could, like, okay, Mason did it in the air. He might come back and use his legs. Uh, again, the slippery eel, as Dave uh, Pulse called him. Uh, I don't know if that likes to be called a slippery eel, but uh, it was hey, meant whatever it takes. Yeah, it was met with love. <laughs> Respect for your more, more than that, they yeah. know that they know what this guy can do, and uh, he's he's been a phenomenal. We've had some great uh, dual threat quarterbacks. We've gotten to cover this fall. I don't think I've seen this many yeah. in a high school area. It's usually a running quarterback, and occasionally, but uh, Mason Lane has rushed and passed for over a thousand yards each of the last two years. That that is a pretty good accomplishment. Lodi will kick off again after scoring just 16 seconds into the game in case you joined us late on a 67-yard bomb from Mason Lane to Aiden Groskopf to get things started for Lodi as Rosales will kick off from left to right as we see things. And it's a low, bouncing kick up the middle. Nobody's touched it yet for Luxembourg. They finally pick it up at the 22, and he is brought down at the 22. Cameron Dorner just had nowhere to go after he picked up that squib kick. 
Still solid field position, though, to start as the Luxembourg-Casco Spartans will start with a first and 10 at their own 23. And that is part of Coach Pohl's philosophy. We talked this week about that. They've had some issues when they've kicked it deep, Mm -hmm. so they want it the bounce. They want players to have to maybe, again, we talked about that special teams factor, and here they are starting inside the 25. Ronsman will be in the gun, two receivers to his right, single receiver to his left. Now he brings his slot man into motion. Nearly loses a snap, gets hit in the head by this man in motion, just runs straight ahead and runs right into the defensive line of Lodi. No gain on first down after that strange sequence there for Luxembourg-Casco. They mentioned Clemens in the pregame. Clemens uh, with that tackle. Second down and 10. Lodi will go to a th- four-receiver set, three to the right side of the formation, single receiver to the left. Ronsman again in the gun, gets the chest-high snap, pump fakes, fires deep down the near sideline, throws it up, and Schley has it inside the 45 and out of bounds at the 41. Braden Schley, the senior wide receiver with the huge play for Luxembourg-Casco. I thought we were going to see a bunch of running from these quarterbacks. They're like, no, 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 no. We're going to air it out tonight at Camp Randall. It's 50, 60 degrees today. Yeah. This is the best weather I think we've had in almost two decades. Why not? First and 10 at the 41 now. Luxembourg-Casco into Lodi territory. Two receivers to each side of the formation stacked. Ronsman went with a hard count. Now looks over to the far sideline, steps up to his line to give them the audible. They're going to keep the same formation as Rossman's in the gun, standing on his own on the 46. Handoff to Dorner up ahead, and he'll be brought down after a pickup of about two. He was hit at the line but was able to fall forward. Excuse me, that was Andrew Class on the carry. Pickup of two to bring up a second down and eight. Yeah, number, uh, it was number 58, uh, Klon. Josh Klon, four tackles for loss. Uh, he's uh, he's one of the guys going to Eau Claire to play football next year. They actually gave him an extra yard, so it's second down and seven, nine fifty-five to go in the first quarter. Ronsman again in the gun, fakes the handoff to Class. Klan Ronsman gets back to the line of scrimmage. No gain on second down. So they got that big play through the air, tried to follow it up with a couple of running plays but really can't get much going, and now they have a third and long with 9.30 to go in the first, down 7 to nothing to Lodi. Yeah, Isaiah Grosskopf uh, on that tackle there. Third down and seven. Ball's at the 38 of Lodi. Ronsman in the gun, three receivers to his right, single receiver to the left. Chest high snap, sprint out to the right for Ronsman. Ronsman looking to throw, throws back across the middle of the field. It's intercepted at the 35 and brought down at the 40. So a huge play for the Lodi defense. Mason Lane, we talked about it with the quarterback, but you got to talk about him on defense too. He was actually, and there's another wrestler, he was fourth last year, D2 State, uh, 182 pounds. That's his fourth interception of the year. He's returned one for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But a big play right there to, to uh, stop. It was looking to be a pretty good drive here for Luxembourg Casco. And that's now the sixth interception on the season for Max Ronsman. He had that big 36-yard pass to open up this drive, but then the offense for Luxembourg Casco just couldn't get anything going, and they turned the ball over. So Lane now on first and 10 at the 41. Will be in the gun, receiver to each side of the formation. 
Brings Grosskopf into motion. Lane's going to keep it up the middle. Lane near the first down marker at midfield, and they'll say he was down at the 50. Pickup of nine on first down on the keeper from Mason Lane. So second and one, you know, you're at midfield, Dennis. Maybe go play action, see if you can't get another huge passing play. I wouldn't be surprised to see him throw it up again there, but uh, whatever his lane likes to be in the middle of the action, earn that job. It's his uh, second year as a starter, and uh, um, he wants to go out with a state championship, and he's already off to a good start here at it. Second down and one, lane in the gun, two receivers to his right, running back flanking him to the right. It's a handoff to Clemens to the left, and he is met at the line of scrimmage. No gain on second downs. So it's third and one now. Again, Lodi leading 7 to nothing. 8-10 remaining in the first quarter. So they have a third down and one coming up. And they got to keep an eye on Max Thays. Uh 210 senior. Neither line for Luxembourg Casco is big, but again, gets back to that wrestling impact that really low, and you, you make yourself small, and they're very elusive. Third down and one. Lane in the gun, receiver to each side of the formation. He'll hand it off to Clemens up the middle. He's got enough for the first down. He's inside the 45, down to the 42. So it's a new set of downs for the Lodi Blue Devils offense. Bryce Stewart, number 15 on the tackle on that play. Seven twenty-six now in the first quarter. Lodi scored on their first play from scrimmage to start the game. And then they forced an interception. So now they have the ball back with a first and 10 at the 42 of Luxembourg Casco. It's going to be another run to Clemens. He takes it up the middle and gets inside the 40 down to the 39. A pickup of three on first down. Clark Clemens. Yeah, and his brother Crew. Never heard of Crew. That's an interesting first name. Maybe that's on our all-name team we had this year. That shoot. might be on the all-name team. If you've listened to any of Zimbraconda's prep mania throughout the year, Dennis and I have been bringing up names to potentially be on our all-name team. Second down and seven, 6.30 to go in the quarter. Lane straddling the 45 in the gun. Quick screen out to the far side. He's got a man inside the 35, has enough for the first down, and brought down at the 30. That's Gavin Sargent, the 6'4", senior wide receiver on the reception to get the first down as it's down to the 29. Yeah, he's a state uh, champ in the triple jump, also placed in the long jump last year. So you know about his ability. It's 6'4". That's the kind of guy that you uh, throw a lot of jump yeah. balls to. As we get close to the end zone, uh, that's where he comes into play. Lane and Grosskopf come over from the sideline to bring the play into their huddle with a first and 10 at the 29 going from left to right. Lane will have receivers to each side of the formation as he's again in the gun. He's straddling the 35. Claps his hands, gets the chest high snap, fakes the handoff, play action, fires deep down the left sideline, too far over the head. He wanted Aiden Grosskopf again for another touchdown, but it was just too far out of his reach, incomplete. Incomplete. 
this uh, after having covered uh, Dave Pohl's teams for the last 20 years, this is a total <laughs> turnaround. Uh, they were known as pounding ground and uh, a lot of 2,000-yard rushers over the mm-hmm. last 20 years. But when you got a quarterback like Lane and more teams are spread, you know, spread offenses this year, and uh, when you got an ability like that, uh, love to see them put the ball up in the air. Second down and 10 after the incompletion. Line of scrimmage is the 29. Ball spotted on the far hash mark. Lane's going to keep it on second down, pulling defenders forward. He's inside the 25 and finally stopped at the 24. It's a pickup of five, and Lane's cleat was stuck on the pants of one of the Luxembourg Casco defenders. That was the linebacker, Sam Schultz, there. They were a little tangled up at the end of the play. And Sam, one of the team captains there, uh, he uh, grabbed on, and, and again, <laughs> we'll use a wrestling analogy all yep. night long. You, you grab on, they do not let go. So uh, he had to drag him a few yards there. Big third down and five coming up for Luxembourg. Casco's defense. Lodi already leads seven to nothing. Two receivers to the right. Lane straddles the 30. Hands off to Clemens to the left. Clemens cuts up field. He's not going to have enough for the first down, but he is down to the 21. So gain of three. The first down marker, though, is at the 19. So it's a fourth and two, and it looks like the offense for Lodi is going to stay out there. Yeah, crew Clemens... uh blocking there for his brother outside got a nice seal on the uh, defensive end gave him a chance to get a little bit closer to that first down fourth and two for the Lodi Blue Devils who leads seven to nothing with 420 to go in the first quarter over Luxembourg Casco Lane in the gun receiver to each side Clemens flanking him to his right. He's going to hand it off to Clemens. Clemens has enough for the first down. Nearly breaks away, but he's down to the 17, and he has enough for another first down for the Lodi Blue Devils. Mason Trimberger with a shoestring tackle there. That was one step away from being six. A TD save there. You're going to see Lodi a lot tonight when they're in that situation. They're going to go for it. It's not necessarily the confidence Mm -hmm. they have in their offense, but it's the confidence in the defense that if they turn it over, they're going to get a stop right away. New set of downs with a first and 10 at the 17. Ball spotted on the far left hash mark. Lane's going to fire, and he's got a man, and it's incomplete off the hands of Paxton Krugman. Oh, he knew it. (laughs) Yeah, he, as soon as that ball hit the turf he threw his hands up because he knew that he just missed a big play they had a chance for a touchdown there they faked the screen to the near side and Krugman snuck out over the top of the corner and just below the safety and just dropped the uh, pass right in his hands you saw how he turned I think he was thinking about turning and scoring first but you got to look the ball into your hands you got to grab it away from the body and that was a little too close to the body Second and 10 after the incompletion. Lane's going to go with the quarterback power to the right. He's inside the 10 and down to the 7. It'll be close to a first down after that. Still waiting for the signal from the official. I think they want to see where the spot of the ball is. They will give him the first down. So it'll be first and goal at the 7 for Lodi. 
So their first possession of the game, they score in 16 seconds. You're like, oh, they might have big plays all night. Now this one, we're just going to nickel and dime you down the field and have a sustained drive, 3.15 to go in the first quarter. Now they can beat you big, but this is the way they prefer to play. You're running time off the clock. We're under th- almost under three minutes here already in the first quarter. First and goal from the seven, Lane in the gun. He's going to bring Sargent into motion from the right side over to the left. Hands off to Clemens up the middle. He's inside the five and dragged down at the three. Nice double-team block there, Josh uh, Klon and uh, number 58, the left tackle, and uh, the Henry uh, Clappen in their 74. They're going to lean on this big offensive line for Lodi and the senior-led offensive line as well. All five starters, they're seniors. Like you said, Dennis, yeah, the whole every starter is a senior. senior. Yes. <laughs> We're down to 2.30 to go in the first maybe, quarter. That's why maybe you think Dave thought about, hey, yeah. I'm going to graduate too. I'm going to graduate with this group yeah, of seniors. Exactly. Well, it is also for coaches. You're coaching, you're teaching. That's a lot to ask of somebody to do, like for Dave Poles, who's been doing this for 20 years. Second and goal, Lane, the quarterback keeper to the left. Got Lane it. lowers his shoulder. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Blue Devils. Mason Lane from four yards out makes it a 13 to nothing lead with 2.09 to go in the first quarter of this Division Four state championship. I, I've seen him on film. He's even more impressive in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Paul says he is the ultimate competitor football and wrestling. Just puts his head down right there, finds a way to get into the end zone. He should have been stopped inside the five, but uh, he just a lunge. And as they teach good runners, fall forward, and he did. Rosales with the extra point. It's up and good. 14 to nothing. Our score now. The Lodi Blue Devils lead the Luxembourg Casco Spartans. We'll take a quick break as you're listening to Zimbra Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin on demand. our score here at Camp Randall with 2.09 to go in the first quarter. It was a four-yard Mason Lane touchdown run to give the Lodi Blue Devils a two-score lead. And, you know, Dennis, I know we've talked a lot about the keep doing it with the connections for Luxembourg-Casco, and we've mentioned the the no-quit attitude that these wrestlers have, but down two scores already 10 minutes into this game. Luxembourg Casco's got to figure out something on offense here. Oh, they got to figure out a way to stop Mason Lane because right now it's the Mason Lane show. He's got one touchdown rushing, four carries, 28 yards. He's got one touchdown passing, two of four for 77. And he's got an interception on defense. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you got to find a way to, to kind of to muffle him. But I'll tell you, big players make big plays in big games. And Mason Lane right now, I mean, we saw a five touchdown performance this afternoon mm-hmm. and uh something about on this stage at state that uh, just drives players that was a 13 play 59 yard in minutes mm-hmm. you talk about the quick strike in 16 and you mentioned now there's the other side of it uh running clock and using up most of the first quarter here so uh yeah right now uh luxembourg casco is kind of back on their heels they need to make some plays uh protecting the ball ball security they cannot afford turnovers well, and you know, you mentioned that five-touchdown performance that we saw in the Division 7 game to start the day here at Camp Randall Stadium. Mason Lane, 
He had a five-touchdown performance in the Level 4 game where he threw for 200 yards, two touchdowns, ran for 116 and three against Baldwin Woodville. And it was really funny when I was watching that game because I watched the video stream that happened to that game, and the announcer brought up another big game that happened against Baldwin Woodville in the playoffs. Former Badger Jared Aberderis ran for 264 <laughs> against that team back in 2008. It's another squib kick for Lodi, but this one goes out of bounds uh, at the 29. So Luxembourg Casco needed something to break their way. They may have just gotten it as they're going to get some great field position following that kick out of bounds, and that's the danger of those squib kicks. Yeah, Coach Poles wants those kind of kicks, but they, they want to have the, the opposing team start 30 and in. They don't want mm-hmm. midfield or whatever. Now you just gave him five extra yards at 35. Yep. Other thing is the other night, uh, it was first half, I think, uh, Luxembourg Casco had three turnovers, but they were able to get three and outs after every yes. one. This time after a turnover, we had that long drive for a touchdown. It'll be first and 10 from their own 35 going right to left for Luxembourg Casco. Ronsman in the gun, two receivers to his left. He's going to hand it off on a sweep to Shane back to the near side, and he's able to maybe get upfield and get a yard maybe back to the line of scrimmage. No, they're going to mark him out of bounds at the line of scrimmage, so no gain on first down on the run to Shane back. Clark Clemens got in, penetrated in there and just slowed him up a little bit, just enough that teammates could finish him off, kept that from being a positive gain. Quickly back up to the line for Luxembourg. Casco, two receivers to the right, single receiver to the left. Ronsman hands it off up the middle to Class, and he is hit hard at the 39 and dropped right away, but he's still able to pick up four. So at least able to get some penetration into the second level of the defense, but couldn't get anything past that. Yeah, three-man front there for uh, Lodi, but that Koo Clemens was blitzing up the middle. He went right by the ball carrier uh, and the blitz, uh, and so... They were able to take advantage of uh, the Spartans take advantage of that one. Third down and six. Ronsman throws over to the middle. He's got a completion to Shane Beck, who is across the 45 and brought down at the 48. So it's a first down for Luxembourg Casco with a minute four to go in the first quarter. Talk about moving the chains. Um, right there, picking up a key first down as the quarter runs out here. Excuse me, that was actually Vander Whelan on the reception, number nine. First and ten at the 48. Spartans going right to left. Ronsman wanted to hand it off, but there was nowhere to go. There is four Blue Devils in the backfield, moving them all the way back to the 44. Oh, that was a a team photo right there for the uh, Lodi defense. That was led by Josh Klon who uh, made the uh, initial uh, penetration on the play and had some help there from uh, Brady Poles, number 39. It'll be second down and 14, but we've got 14 seconds left in the first quarter, so I think that they're going to just let this go. The Luxembourg-Casco offense is just looking over at that far sideline, and they are going to let this go and run down. So after one quarter of action, 14-0 our score. Lodi leads Luxembourg-Casco here in the Division Four State Championship game. We're going to step aside real quick as you are listening to Zimbra Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand.
Prep Mania is brought to you by UW Credit Union. For over 90 years, UW Credit Union has helped Wisconsinites achieve their financial goals at every stage of life, offering great rates for greater possibilities. Join today at uwcu.org. UW Credit Union is proud to support student-athletes around the area and across the state. And listen to ESPN Madison and follow along on social media every week to hear the featured UW Credit Union student-athlete of the week. So the teams will switch directions now. Luxembourg Casco works from left to right here on Barry Alvarez Field, trailing 14 to nothing, and they have a second down and 14. Vanderweelen comes into motion. Ronsman fires over the middle. He's got a man across midfield inside the 45 down to the 44. That was Brady Massey on the completion. The six-foot senior wide receiver has a great catch, and now it's a third down and two after the pickup of 12. Ronsman's got a pretty good fleet of receivers, uh, Vanderweelen, mm-hmm. uh, Shane Beck, uh, Schley, and, uh, and Massey. Not afraid to go to any of them. Third down and two. Ronsman in the gun, two receivers to his right, single receiver to the left. Hands it off to Dorner up the middle. He's hit at the line of scrimmage, and I don't think he got any further than that. So no gain on third down. Luxembourg-Casco's got to go for it here. I know it's early, Dennis, but fourth down and short, you can't give the ball back to Lodi down two scores already. uh, Lodi's uh, held opponents to just under 20% on third down conversions. They're now one of three here in this game. So that's one of their fortes, but yeah, you wonder this early. Do you want you want to you know want to pin them, but you got to have some confidence in your offense that you can pick up a short yardage play here. Fourth down and two, single receiver wide to the right. Ronsman's going to keep it on fourth down. He's got running room up the middle. Nearly breaks a tackle, and he's inside the thirty. Has the first down. Mason Lane loses his helmet. He's going to come have to come off for a play now. Yep, and. Luxembourg-Casco gets the first down, and now the great player that is Mason Lane comes off. Dennis, I'm going to call my shot here. If I'm the offensive coordinator for Luxembourg-Casco, I'm going to take a shot deep down the middle of the field now for the safety. Mason Lane's not on the field for this next play. He lost the helmet. What was worth it? That was a touchdown-saving yeah. tackle. If he doesn't make that shoestring tackle, Ronsman's gone. You can see his speed as elusive he is. He's deceptively fast once he gets in the open space. Deuces to the left for Ronsman. Out of the gun on first down. Ronsman's going to keep it after he fakes the handoff. Started up the middle. Goes to his left and is escorted out of bounds. Pickup of seven for Max Ronsman. And that's why I'm not an offensive coordinator, Dennis. Paxton Krugman was over there to make sure he didn't go any Uh farther. But as a quarterback, you know, you gotta you gotta think about it. We saw some guys take some shots earlier today. Yeah. I was like, where's that slide, guys? You know, you watching some of the pros a little bit too yeah. much. Go hang out with the baseball team in the spring. Yeah. Learn how to slide. Well, a lot of these guys, both teams are multiple yeah. sport athletes. Yeah. Most of them play uh, at least two, if not three, during the year. Second and three after the pickup of seven from Ronsman. Ball is on the far left hash mark. Ronsman will be in the gun. Two receivers to each side of the formation for a four-receiver set. Now will bring a slot receiver into oh. motion, and he's going to hand it off to Vander Whelan, who cuts up field, has enough for the first down, and is brought down at the 15. So the Spartans starting to move the ball now here in the second quarter as we're two minutes in to the second quarter of action. Luxembourg-Casco trails Lodi 14 to nothing. Great play call there, right? Uh, mm-hmm. A little counter. 
and wide open, able to, to uh, put it on the center of the field. Just what they need. Uh, going for it there on third down and on fourth down. It might be the impetus there to uh, get on the scoreboard. Saw earlier today uh, a team uh, writes down uh, up 13 nothing, then end up uh, not scoring the rest of the game. First and 10 from the 15. Ronsman throws, and it's incomplete through the hands of his intended receiver as he wanted Massey on a quick hitch route, but that ball just got to him so quickly that he couldn't get turned around and couldn't get his hands on the ball for the completion. Yeah, found the seam in the defense right there, and that was open. It was open, but after the incompletion, it's now second and 10, 9.32 to go in the first half. Luxembourg Casco trails 14 to nothing here in the Division Four State Championship game. Trips left, single receiver to the right for Ronsman. Ronsman gets down into a low squat to take the snap. He's going to take this himself. Had a running lane, but then is brought down from behind. Only picks up about four down to the 12. So we'll give him a gain of three to the 12. Yeah, Isaiah Kroskoff, number 76, was there along with uh, Crew Clemens to make sure he didn't get any farther. First down marker is at the 10, or excuse me, the 5-yard line. Ronsman will have two receivers to his left, single receiver to the right. Chest high snap, looking to pass, looking left, fires over the middle. He's got a man open at the 5. He's got enough for the first down as that was complete to Christopher Vander Whelan. So it's first and goal at the five for Luxembourg Casco. We're looking at the replay, and it almost looked like he was going to be a little bit short on the play, but they gave him enough for the, the first. Actually, that was number three, Trace uh, Shakeback oh, on that me. one. Now he found his tight end. Ronsman in the gun, straddling the ten. Hands off up the middle for. Class, class brings it down to the two. And that three and that nine of Vanderweelen and Shane Beck. It's gotten me a couple of times, Dennis. <laughs> I think I just got to wait until I actually see them get up instead of trying to guess. That jersey gets wrapped around yeah. sometimes. The, the nine looks, three looks like a nine there. Eight minutes to go in the first Ooh. half. Luxembourg Casco knocking on the door. Ball is at the two. Ronsman deuces to his right, single receiver to the left, out of the gun. Gets down in that Jalen Hurts-esque squat. Chest high snap, hands it off to Class up the middle, and he is across the goal line in for the touchdown. Luxembourg Casco gets on the board. They now trail 14-6 with 7.43 to go in the first half. The two-yard touchdown run for Andrew Class, the junior running back. Trace Shanebeck will be on for the extra point to try to make this a one-touchdown game. And ran right behind the right guard, Ethan Ruthio. Had a nice block there on the defender. Cleared some space. Not a big offensive line for Luxembourg-Casco. Only averaged about 233 pounds. But Shanebeck puts the extra point through. 14 to 7 our score 743 to go in the first half and we'll take another short break as you're listening to Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin on demand
This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania and the WIAA State Football Championships. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, and the trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new or a used Honda, visit Zimbraconda just off the Beltline in Madison or online at Zimbraconda.com. By the way, Dennis, it is 50. 50 years this year for Zimbraconda, so it hasn't been nearly 50 years. It has been 50 years. Wow, happy birthday. <laughs> so 14 to 7 now, Luxembourg Casco able to answer back and get on the board. You know, we kept talking about it. There's no quit in this Luxembourg Casco team. I loved when we talked to head coach Neil Searing and he spoke to the media. He watched a bunch of Miracle on Ice the week of that Catholic Memorial team. That Miracle on Ice team, in case those of you who don't know, they came back in almost every game in those Olympics. The kickoff now, Lodi has it at the 20-25 and spinning around near the 30, and the forward momentum is stopped for Grosskopf at the 27. Yeah, that was a 14-play, 65-yard drive, 626. They picked up a third down and a fourth down conversion yeah. on that series, which which was huge. Uh, had uh, ten, uh, what was it, three or four passing. So uh, uh, Ronsman is uh, four, six, 64 yards, just that one interception. But he's bounced back and uh, got him back in the ballgame. 7.35 to go in the first half. Lodi leads 14-7 as they go from right to left. Balls spotted on the far right hash mark with the line of scrimmage at the 28. Lanes in the gun, receiver to each side. Sargent comes into motion from the right side over to the left. As he'll hand off to Poles up the middle, and he gets across the 30 down to the 31. Pickup of three for Brady Poles. So we're seeing now some carries to Brady Poles, the 6'3 senior running back, son of head coach Dave Poles. Just to add to even more of the storyline for this Lodi team, you know, if you live in the Madison area, you've probably heard the story of Brady being in that car accident a couple of years ago. Yeah, he had the uh, freshman year was the uh, alternate fall season. He was a water boy that summer, two weeks into the uh, fall camp. uh, He almost didn't make it. Mason Lane on second down. He's going to keep it himself. He's got plenty of running room. 45 midfield across into the 40 and brought down at the 40-yard line of Luxembourg-Casco. A huge run from Mason Lane to get Lodi into Luxembourg-Casco territory. Smart move. You can see on the replay how he got around, and then he got his head down. Just uh, (laughs) Was it number yeah. number fifteen uh, coming through here? Dewey. He's had a, a couple of big tackles in this game, but uh, a little head hunting right there. He knew yeah. I got the quarterback like, oh, in my oh, sights. Quarterback in open field. Field. Wow, I got him. So uh, smart move to get that head down and tuck in. First and ten at the forty for Lane. Ball spotted on the near hash mark, going right to left. Clemens. Gets the handoff on a stretch to the right side, and he's inside the 35 and brought down at the 34. Yeah, you're going to see him. They like to get outside a lot. you got two mm-hmm. tackles. Josh Klon, who's uh, 6'7", 268 at left tackle. He's first-team All-State for the coaches. On the other side, you got Harry uh, Henry Kappen, 
Uh, he was honorable mention All-State. He's 6'1", 271. Uh, you get all that head of steam behind those two guys. So that's why uh, on that last play for Lane, he was able to get around Josh. But a nice seal block. Second and four after the pickup of 6-4 Lane. Trips bunch to the left, single receiver to the right. Lane comes up under center now. Don't see that a whole lot. Toss to the near side for Clemens. Clemens cuts up field inside the 30, down to the 25, and finally stopped at the 23. It's another first down, and it looks like there's a injured player on the field. Uh, so while they uh, Josh Klon, the left tackle is down. Well, they attend to Josh Klon, the WIA state championship on ESPN Wisconsin are brought to you by Stoughton Trailers. Since 1962, Stoughton Trailers has been a family-owned and operated business with competitive wages and excellent benefits, plus growth and advancement opportunities. Stoughton Trailers is an exciting place to grow your career. Go to stojobs.com to apply today. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunity. And on behalf of Stoughton Trailers, best of luck to all the participants in this state championship game. The Stoughton Trailers would have been real happy had uh, things gone a little better last week. Yeah, they were happy, we were saying, last yeah. week when we had the Stoughton game. Well, we think there's one team here they want to win a little bit more. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Stoughton had a great game. Uh, they were down to their third-string quarterback, a sophomore, uh, by the end of the game with uh, due to injuries and gave it all they had against Grafton, uh, who hasn't been to state since 1984. And we're going to see mm-hmm. them first game tomorrow. And you can catch that game right here on ESPN Wisconsin. We'll have Jesse Nelson on the call along with Chris Orr for that one. And then you'll be the hall back monitor. here. Yeah, the, the hall, hall monitor. monitor. <laughs> we'll get things kicked off tomorrow. I'll be back at the Everlight Solar ESPN Madison Studios doing what Jesse's been doing so well all day today with your studio coverage and recapping all of the games from today which if you missed any of the games any of the championship games you can go back on wisconsin on demand and listen to them for free and then we'll have the division two game where you'll be back in action dennis you'll be with alex strofe as we have another local team with wanakee in action for division two against the Badger, the Badger Badgers. The Badger Badgers. Lake Geneva, but they go by Badger, and it's the Badgers. First time to state for the Badgers. Wanakee, well, how many times have they been here? A lot. Yeah, (laughs) they've been here a lot. Pat Rice, he's he's got something going there. The the north side of Madison, you got Pat Rice and Wanakee, and then here with Dave Poles and Lodi, just two awesome programs. Yeah, like I've seen... uh, in my time with the Capital Times State Journal, now with uh, ESPN, I've seen every one of Wanakee's uh, state tournament appearances, and uh, this is one of the better teams he's had. That yeah. run he had from 2009 through 2011, and then they lost in the 2012 title game. That was some. Uh, they had at that time a state uh, tied a state record for most wins. Lane will be in the gun with a first and ten at the 23. Lodi quickly bringing in Krugman, who will be split out wide to the left and then a single receiver wide to the right for Lane. He brings Sargent into motion from the right side over to the left. Pulls gets the handoff, started to the left, stiff arm over to the right and gets inside the 20 and pushed out of bounds at the 19. 
I don't think Shane back liked that too much there. No. A nice stiff arm. Got him. I got created some room. Yeah, and Brady pulls 6'3", 219 pounds. He's going to be heading up I-94 next year as he's going to play football up at UW-Eau Claire. We talk about the wrestlers. He's a basketball player. Yes. Had a pretty good one, too. Well, I would hope at 6'3", 219, you can probably do a lot of things that you just want to do out on the floor if you get down into the paint. Second down and six after the gain of four. 522 to go in the first half. Lane straddling the 25, fakes the handoff, rolls out to the near side, pressure coming, throws into the end zone, and it's caught in the end zone. Gavin Sargent, did he get a foot down? Still no signal yet. They're going to count it. Touchdown, Blue Devils. Oh, is he pumped? (laughs) The 6-4, Gavin Sargent, climbed the ladder for the touchdown. Eighth touchdown catch of the season. It was a yeah. great job by Sargent to get up and high point that ball for the touchdown. Rosales. Another one of those tall, 6'4", 177-pound yep. receiver. Rosales' extra point is good. 21-7 our score, 5.15 to go in the second quarter. Lodi leading Luxembourg-Casco. You're listening to Zimbra Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. This is the WIAA Division IV State Championship Game on ESPN Wisconsin and the ESPN On the kickoff after the touchdown from Lodi, it was another Squib kick up the middle that Luxembourg Casco was able to pick up and take to the 26, where they will start with the ball now down two scores again with 5-10 to go in the first half. Quick response, two minutes, 20 seconds, six place, 72-yard on the touchdown drive. Ronsman, RPO, and another dropped pass from Shane Beck. Incomplete. Yeah, he went after thinking... Was he behind the the quarterback, or was he in front of the quarterback? Well, man, unlike okay. the officials in Pittsburgh last Sunday, they they can tell if the ball was forward or backwards. <laughs> yes. So the incompletion makes it second and ten at the twenty-six. Yeah, shout out to our fine officiating crews. We've had yes. some pretty good officials today, and we couldn't do it without them. Yes, absolutely. Second and ten trips to the left, single receiver to the right. Ronsman looking to throw again, shuffles out to the far side, fires down the far sideline, and he's got his man on the sideline. Trace Shanebeck goes over the top of Mason Lane and pulls it in and gets his foot down and inbounds for the completion, but there's an injury down on the field, and I believe that this was Max Ronsman as he was throwing on the run, landed awkwardly. So while he's being attended to, we've got great catch there by Shane Beck getting the foot down on the sidelines, too. It's a spin move. To, he had to go up and spin on mm-hmm. turn 180, what, 180 degrees to get that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, he got hit, hit from behind, did Ronsman, as we're seeing the 
replay and football fans postseason college football returns to the madison area this saturday don't miss the third annual culver's isthmus bowl at bank of sun prairie stadium this year's game features augustana college from rock island illinois taking on the pioneers of uw platteville you can listen live this saturday on 100.5 espn or visit isthmusbowl.com to purchase tickets the culver's isthmus bowl featuring augustana and uw platteville is this saturday at two o'clock right here on 100.5 ESPN, where the hall monitor, Jesse Nelson, will be on the call for that one. Yeah, I would see that was uh, Clark Clemens, you know, running back and outside linebacker for Lodi. And it just hit him as he was, as uh, Ronsman was letting the pass go and he was off balance. So now that's uh, going to bring in who at quarterback? It looks Should like be Landon Durain. But it looks like uh, yeah, they, it looks like they actually brought in a running back. Yep. That's class the running the wildcat, a wildcat, yeah. and he's going to keep it. He's across midfield, and he's got breakaway speed. 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown Spartans. Andrew Class comes in at quarterback, and he scores with the touchdown run. Luxembourg Casco with the huge run. Makes it a one-score game. Pretty phenomenal. Quarterback gets knocked out. On the next play, you adjust. That's what good teams do. 58 yards on that touchdown scamper. Second touchdown of the game. He had a two-yard run uh, earlier in the quarter. So we've got a couple of five touchdown watches, Dennis. We've got two from Andrew Class and Mason Lane with three for Lodi. Trace Shanebeck, the tight end, also the punter and the kicker on for the extra point. That kick is good. 21-14 is the score now after that 58-yard touchdown run from Andrew Class. And the state football championship on ESPN Wisconsin is brought to you by SprayNet. SprayNet knows that the kitchen is the heart of your home. And in just a few days, SprayNet can have your kitchen cabinets looking like the day you first saw them. Their exclusive painting technology and technique creates a new look for your kitchen. Quick, affordable, and beautiful. Schedule an appointment today with Dale, the owner of SprayNet of Southern Wisconsin, or online at SprayNet.com. We know both teams had good offenses, but their defenses, Lodi had only given up 6.5 points a game, and uh, Luxembourg Casco 13.4. And here we are already. We've got 35 points here, and we haven't hit halftime yet. It was a three-play, 74-yard drive, 21, 21 seconds. Can you believe that? We had a 16-second drive, one play to start the game, and now we have a 21-second drive here in the first half. Luxembourg Casco gets it back to a one-score game great, with 449 great to great go. Call. He got in the secondary. Once Klaus got there, he was gone. It was a foot race. Shane Beck with a line drive kick taken by Groskoff at his own five on the near side. He's across the 20, 25, 30, breaks a tackle at the 30, and shoved out of bounds at the 32. Uh, Brayden Loritz on the tackle there. And uh, good field position here for mm-hmm. Lodi. We're thinking, okay, Lodi had the ball the last time. Run it down. Okay, run clock and score. No, they score pretty quickly. Boom. <laughs> and then Lexington Casco does. 
And uh, we still have a chance for two more possessions. <laughs> two more, Dennis. There's 4.43 left. We've seen a 16-second score and a 21-second yeah, score. Had a seven, There's enough for 10 possessions. We also had a seven-minute drive. So which one is it going to be for Lodi? Is it going to be quick or is it and painless or long and painful? <laughs> well, we'll find out with a first and 10 hand or fakes the handoff on first down does Lane. And he's only able to pick up one. After he faked the handoff to Clemens. Actually, I don't even think they're going to give him a yard. They'll just mark it as no gain. So it's second and ten. That was Max Stays, uh, number 60 and 66, Brett Young. Uh, two of the four players that greeted him unceremoniously. Every once in a while, you're looking at a team photo of the defense, and that was one of those. Once again, all of these wrestlers on the team, they just know how to get that leverage and get past a guy. It's second down and 10 after the carry on first down lane. Looks to throw, looking right. He fires on an out route to the far side. That sergeant knees pushed out of bounds at the 40. Pickup of eight to Gavin Sargent. Mason Trimberg again out there on the coverage with the forced him out of bounds. We're down to 3.55 to go in the first oh. half. Lodi leading 21-14. to 14. Hope you took the over on this one. <laughs> I have no idea what, the, what it is for the high school stuff, but uh, yeah, some of the games we got we have the low scoring. Mm-hmm. This one that could be a shootout. Hang on, folks. 3.55 to go with 21-14. Lodi's up. Clemens with the handoff up the middle. He lowers his shoulders, has enough for the first down, and he's stopped at the that 43. Just, that was just a rugby scrum. Yeah. Just get in there, push the pile, get a yard or two, and hope for the best. That's part of what's made this game so entertaining, Dennis. You know, we've talked about the fast scores and the methodical drives, but it's been a mix of, okay, we're going to spread it out, kind of finesse things, more modern football. And then there's times we're like, no, we're just going to make a rugby scrum and we'll get our three, four yards and be fine with it. First and 10 at the 43, going right to left is Lodi. A receiver to each side, a high snap that Lane had to jump up for, and that slowed oh. things down enough as it's going to be a loss after One, the handoff two. to Clemens. Oh, there's seven players around him there. Jeez. Jeez. That is the uh, ultimate team tackle. Uh, I don't know that my buddies in the stack who gave the tackle to. Oh, first one probably that got to the pile, but oh, that was a group effort. It's going to be a loss of two, second and 12 now as we're inside three minutes to go in the first half. Lane and the Blue Devils break the huddle. On this second down and 12, he'll have two receivers to his right, single receiver to the left. Pulls flanking him to his left as he straddles the 35. Drops back to pass, three-step drop. It's a screen to pulls to the near side. He's got blockers out in front. He's across midfield. 45-40, 35-30-25. Stiff arm at the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Brady pulls the coach's son. Puts Lodi back up by two scores. We're talking about the pressure out front, how they were stuffing the run game. So how do you uh, mitigate that? Go with a little screen pass, and then let Brady go to work. And weaving his way through, and uh, pretty much untouched once he got in the secondary. Let's see if, if anybody got a hold of him. I don't think anyone no, touched him touched until him. he was to the other 30, as we're looking at the replay waiting for special teams to get out. Actually, it's the stiff arm at the 20. 
He had a strong stiff arm on Christopher Vander Whelan of Luxembourg Casco. Uh, the, the only player to touch him. The only one who hasn't had a chance, but no way you're going to bring him down there. Now we're ready to go for Rosales on for the extra point attempt. Balls down, kick is up, end over end kick is through the uprights and good. 28-14 our score after that screen to Brady pulls. Puts Lodi back up by two scores as this is Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania. And Zimbrick Honda's Prep Mania is brought to you by the GRB Academy. Baseball for the serious player. The GRB Academy wants to be part of the plan to reach your potential. All year long, utilize GRB Academy's 52,000 square foot facility. Complete with 14 batting cages and 6,000 square foot weight room. Personal lessons are available year round. The GRB GRB Academy continues to lead the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and player development. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. 2.27 to go in the first half, 28-14. Our score, Lodi up. You want to know the description of efficiency? Lane, 5 of 7, 3 touchdowns. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 163 He's yards already He's got four in touchdowns half. in the first half. And he's also rushed for 56 yards and a touchdown. Oh, my God. Anything you can do, I can do better. Squib- <laughs> Let's see what they can do. The squib kick. Luxembourg Casco takes it at their own 30 and brings it up to the 37. So the Spartans are getting good field position on special teams. They just haven't been able to consistently do much with it as their opening drive. They had the interception. Yeah. That really Ooh. hurt them early and put them down by those two scores. Ronsman is back out after he was hurt. He had a great completion to his tight end, Trace Shane, back on the first play of the drive on their last drive and had to go out. It'll be a screen to the far side. Spinning away from one tackler and falling forward. That was Trace Shane back. Able to pick up a yard or two on first down. Another quick drive, five plays, 68 yards, 216 for that last uh, 59-yard uh, screen pass from uh, Lane to Brady Poles. So we scored quick, score long. Just pile the points in. Now up to 42 points here in the first half. Line of scrimmage at the 39. Ronsman rolling out to the near side, looking, wants to throw, has his man on the near sideline. It's Shane Beck again, has the first down all the way down to the other, excuse me, to the 41. And that stops the clock with a minute 45 to go. Both teams do still have all three timeouts. Yeah, favorite target, it came into the game, 51 catches for 738, four scores. And you can see uh, Ronsman when he needs uh, he needs uh, somebody to bail him out. In that case, Shane Beck was right there on the right sideline. Ronsman in the gun, trips to the left, single receiver to the right, running back flanking him to his left. He's going to look to throw again. Fires to the left side. That's incomplete. That was kind of underthrown and off to the side. That was just a weird, I think, a miscommunication on maybe the timing with Ronsman and his receiver that time. I think that was Vanderweel on number nine. It was intended for. Yeah, it wasn't quite in sync on that one. 
Following the incompletion, there's a minute 42 to go in the first half. Spartans trailing the Blue Devils 28-14. Line of scrimmage at the 41 of Lodi. Ronsman, three-step drop, pressure coming, throws it deep down the sideline. That's incomplete. Wanted to get his 6-1 senior wide receiver, Braden Schley, but that pressure in his face, it was just untouched right at him and forced that incompletion. That's been a pretty exciting game. We've got 465 yards total offense. 265 for Lodi and 200 for Luxembourg Casco here in the first half. Dennis, is this the best offensive por- performance all year of football at Camp Randall Stadium? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a loaded question. Third yeah, and yes, ten. yes. <laughs> Ronsman throws over the middle. He's got his tight end. Shane Beck, he's not going to get the first down. He's going to be two yards short, so it'll be fourth down and two. Waiting to spot the ball. They'll actually give him an extra yard, so it looks like it'll be a fourth and one. That's Clark Clemens. And then a timeout by Luxembourg-Casco. That's their first timeout of the half. They'll stop the clock with a minute 36 to go here in this first half as they try to make this a one-touchdown game. You know, Dennis, something that we haven't, I haven't brought up yet, but again, when we talked to head coach Neil Searing earlier this week, they haven't fully outwardly used the term, but internally their theme for the year is the brotherhood of belief, and you can absolutely see it from this Luxembourg-Casco squad. They were down two scores to start this game. They give up a touchdown 16 seconds into the game, but they just keep on fighting fighting keep on battling and you know you can just tell they just all believe in each other and that they can stay in any game well they've been playing the uh, cinderella or the underdog card Mm -hmm. but these guys are not cinderellas or underdogs this is a great football team luxembourg casco again it gets back to you said uh, everybody in the wrestling team plays football yep so uh, you got that mentality of never say die of one-on-one, you, you know, when you're on a mat, you're by yourself. Now out here, mm-hmm. you got guys, you got somebody's back. So that's uh, the, the team aspect of both sports really gel. And you can see that on both sides of the ball for both teams. Fourth down and two for Luxembourg-Casco. Line of scrimmage at the Lodi 33. Ball spotted on the far hash mark. Three receivers to the right. Sprint out to the right for Ronsman. He fires back over to the other side of the field. It's intercepted, though. The defensive end for Lodi read the play, realized what was happening, and cut back over to get the interception. Josh, uh, this is Josh Klon. Josh Klon, the six-seven senior defensive end, left his man, dropped back into coverage, and got the interception. That's the second interception forced by this Lodi defense. Yeah, you could see the blitz coming in from the uh, left. You know, the left side, the back side of, uh, of Ronsman, that was Clar, uh, Clemens mm-hmm. coming in. So he tried to loft the ball over, but throwing the ball over is 6-7. Uh, Klon is not, not uh, easy to do. So another turnover here. And now if uh, Lodi see if they can put a quick score up here uh, going into halftime. With a minute 28 and all three timeouts, they have a first and 10 on their own 36 going yep. right to left. And Mason Lane fires quickly, wanted Sargent on a quick slant, but that was over his head and behind him, incomplete, down to a minute 25 now to go in the half. 
That's a tough one to make. I think, uh, yeah. He thought he should ca- have caught it. You know, if he gets close to your hands, you, know, you believe he should catch him. But, uh, no, not in that case. Just a little bit behind. Here, now, you don't want to turn the ball over either. I th- like the fact, hey, go up. Let's see if you can get, mm-hmm. get a quick strike here. But now just let your offensive line go to work, grind out, see if you can pick up a first down or two, and then uh, air it out for uh, once you get past midfield. Second and ten after the incompletion. Lane straddling his own 30 with two receivers to his left. Three-step drop, pump fakes. Now he steps up. He's going to try and run with it. He cuts up field 40, 45 midfield, 45 tripped up, stumbling down inside the 40 at the 38. Mason Lane putting the team on his back in this first half, has a first down, and the Lodi Blue Devils are into Spartan territory. A key block there, uh, Bryce uh it was a Dewey, uh, number 15, weak backside was blitzing, and Brady Pulse picked that blitz up, and that gave uh, Lane a little bit of time to get outside. And Lodi will use their first time out of the half. They have two remaining. So does Luxembourg Casco. I had a feeling they were going to be using them. Use yep. them or lose them. Exactly. Go for it. Why not? Exactly. You can't take them back up. It's the last yeah. game of the year. No, you can't save timeouts nope. in the second half, so... Go for it. I love this. You know, let's take a knee or play conservative for a run or two. No, this is a championship game. Well, in two, Dennis. This is, this is the, a balls-out effort, right? Yeah. That's what you want to see. And, you know, too, I think in the maybe in the back of the mind of head coach Dave Poles for the Lodi Blue Devils, you know, he can't take the timeouts home. This is his last game he's going to be coaching. Plus, on the other side of the sideline, this is a Luxembourg-Casco Spartan squad that came back against Catholic Memorial. The the USSR of high school sports and the Division Four level to keep using the Miracle on Ice theme that Luxembourg Casco has had. But watching Luxembourg Casco, they might be the Kimberly of Division Four, though. This is yeah. a team that can really hurt you. So no lead is safe against them. First down and 10, four receiver set. Quick screen to the near side to Krugman. He turns up field and is pushed out of bounds. Pickup of about three down to the 36. Yeah, utilize the sideline there get, to get a few yards. Uh, got 70 seconds left, two timeouts. Uh, no reason why they can't uh, slide in there. Uh, looking ahead there, uh, Rosales is uh, three for three on, on field goal attempts this year. But... Uh, uh, Coach Pulse said, "No, they're going for touchdowns. They don't want to go. Yeah. F- they don't want to settle for three, so they're, they're going to try to get six more up here before halftime." Second down and eight after that completion. First down marker is at the 27. Ball spotted on the near hash mark going right to left. Lane in the gun. Two receivers to each side of the formation. Drops back to pass. Looking. Fires it deep down the near sideline. He's got a man. Oh, and he just drops it. That was intended for Aiden Grosskopf. He had his man beat. He had his hands on the ball, and he just couldn't pull it in on the run. And he fell down awkwardly as he is down in the or near the end zone. So trainers are going to attend to him as we look at the replay. He had his hands on it, but then the DB just was able to pull the ball away. And then Grosskopf, as he was falling down, he landed i think he landed on the football here's again we keep looking at this replay to try and see what has happened yeah and he just the ball landed right on his stomach and his hand and wrist were in there Uh, wind knocked out of him yeah and you know that's one of those things dennis having the wind knocked out of you if that's what did happen here to grosskopf 
that you know the yeah, first time that it happens to you you almost feel like you're dying yeah because it's just you can't breathe and you're just trying to get that solid breath and you just can't get it so he is up and okay it ended up jogging over to the sideline did aiden Grosskopf. so he looks like he's going to be all right and i have a feeling that's what happened that was just the wind gets knocked out of you, and you're just freaking out for a couple of seconds when that happens. Yeah, that was uh, Trevor uh, Beaupree, number 17, was there. I think the fact that he didn't give up on it even when yep. he got beat, yep. uh, that was, uh, and I think might have uh, distracted uh, the receiver just a little bit. Third and eight after the incompletion. Four receivers set. They'll bring Krugman into motion from the left side over to the right. Lane fakes to throw. Now he's going to try and run with it. He gets to the 35, then is hit hard from behind. That was number 52, Ezra Wagey. On the stop, we're down to 48 seconds to go, and it's fourth down and seven. Offense is going to go quickly back to the line. They do have two timeouts, though. Fourth down and seven, same formation as last time. Lane gets the waist-high snap, looks to throw, pump fakes, fires over the middle. He's got Sargent across the middle, inside the 20, and down to the 13. First down, Blue Devils with 32 seconds to go in the second quarter. Slant pattern, open space, and Lane patient back there in the pocket. Took a couple of steps and then found him right over the middle. Mason Lane with the big completion to Sargent to get the first down with 32 seconds to go in the half. And, you know, first game of the day, we saw a tie of a state record of five touchdowns scored in the first game today. And Mason Lane's at four right now, Dennis. We might see him tie this state record in the first half with 32 seconds to go. That's a big one. That's the second fourth down conversion for Lodi tonight. They use that timeout. Plenty of time here. Put the ball in the end zone. Uh, you got time uh, maybe to take a couple hits up the middle with, with a couple of runs. Get a spike in there. Uh, 32 seconds. You can legitimately run about four plays off. Yeah. There. Well, and again, you know, keep mentioning it. They scored in 16 seconds to open up the game. And 32 seconds, one timeout. You still can get a first down as well if you're Lodi. The first down marker will be at the four-yard line as they marked Sargent down at the 14. We've had a 58, a 59, and a 67-yard touchdown tonight. That is incredible for a state championship game. And then you got that two and four-yard, the ones they're used to getting. Uh, but now this one's going to be a little bit more difficult once you get inside that uh, in the red zone there. The options kind of become a little more limited. Lane in the gun, hands off to Brady, uh, pulls up the middle, and he loses a yard on the play. Back to the 15, and the clock is running. We're down to 20 seconds to go. Quickly back to the line. Again, four receivers set. Lane with his toes on the 20, dropping back to pass oh. pressure, coming, lobs it up, and it's incomplete. That was just behind Aiden Groskoff, two defenders there, and Lane felt the pressure coming. He's got 11 seconds left now, and it'll be third down and 11 at 15. Yeah, that was a nice uh, nice blitz there by uh, number 18. That was uh, Braden uh, Schley. And uh, just got that one off in time. That You don't want to take a sack right there. And uh, that was pretty dangerous uh, up yeah. the middle with the double coverage, too. Yeah, that was definitely Mason Lane panicked a little bit. Lane will be in the gun, two receivers to each side as he straddles the 20. 
He's got poles flanking him to the left. Knee-high snap, What's pressure up, coming, looking to throw, avoids one tackler, still looking, now turns upfield, and did he get hit out of bounds, or did they mark him in? There's four seconds left on the clock, and it looks like they marked him out. So that stops the clock. They did still have a timeout, though, and the field goal unit comes on. So we might see the first points for Lodi scored by someone other than Mason Lane today. So this is going to be a 30-yard field goal attempt just off the left hash marks. 30-yard field goal attempt for Rosales. He's 3 for 3 on the year. And now uh, now we're going to collect some more Casco timeout. Yep. And I like the way that they ice, tried yeah. to ice Rosales here by not letting him get things lined up. I always, I can't stand it, Dennis. I know I'm not a coach, but I can't stand it when I see coaches wait, try and wait until the last second. They let a kicker line up a field goal attempt. If you're going to try and ice him, make him stand out there. Make him think about it more. Don't give him a chance to line things up. It's four seconds to go in the first half of this Division Four state championship game Lodi leading 28 to 14 on the Luxembourg Casco Spartans Spartans trying to hold this to just a 14 point game going into the locker room as this is their first ever appearance in the state championship game for the Spartans this is the third time for the Lodi Blue Devils, all three times under head coach Dave Poles in his 20th year as the head coach of the Blue Devils. And this is going to be his last game as well as the head coach of the Blue Devils with his son, the senior Brady Poles, on the team as well. So the field goal unit comes back out onto the field for this 30-yard attempt. Ball spotted on the near hash mark. Wind is coming from the back right of Rosales, so the wind will help a little bit, but also push to the left. The kick is up, and it is no good. good. Wide right for Rosales, his first missed field goal of the year, and that will take us to halftime. 28 to 14 our score at the half Lodi leading Luxembourg Casco here at the half and they're facing a challenge are the Spartans of Luxembourg Casco and when you're faced with a challenge how you respond determines the real winners rural mutual insurance believes that there's something more important than just winning or losing a game they believe that the team school and fans who support their athletes with dignity and class are the true champions rural mutual is the proud sponsor of the WIAA rural mutual insurance sportsmanship award which started in 1965 from football to volleyball to soccer to tennis the award recognizes more than team sportsmanship it recognizes that sportsmanship matters in your community visit ruralmutual.com wiaa and see how their team and your community can work together to be true champions we're going to send it back to the everlight solar espn madison studios as the Lodi Blue Devils lead Luxembourg Casco 28 to 14. As you're listening to Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. This is the WIAA Division IV State Championship Game on ESPN Wisconsin and the ESPN app. 
28 to 14, Lodi leading the Luxembourg Casco Spartans here at the half. And Dennis, we have to have a little bit of a moment of clarification from the first half. There's been three passing touchdowns for Mason Lane of Lodi. He ran the other one in as well. Earlier in the day, the first game of Division 7, Carter Butt, he ran in five touchdowns in that game. So we thought, oh, maybe we're going to see that same record, but we weren't sure if passing touchdowns counted with it. We got some clarification. Shout out Alex Strofe. He helped me out with that as well. I know you made a phone call to somebody uh, as well. The five touchdowns, unless Mason Lane just goes off running the ball in this second half, that isn't in play. But most passing touchdowns thrown, Division Four, Dan Schneider in 2007, he threw four of them. So if Mason Lane gets one more, he's going to tie that record as well. So we do still have a record in play, just not the one we initially were talking about. So I just wanted to clarify that. Any other stats that kind of stick out as we've got uh, a few moments here before the second half starts? Well, the uh, red zone scores, the only time that uh, Luxembourg Casco has been in, they converted, and Lodi was 2 of 2 until they missed the field goal at the end there. But... Uh, yeah, the quick strike, you know, I really like what uh, Lane's done. He's averaging uh, 9.4 yards uh, a carry. He's also passed for 186 yards. And when you look at what Lodi averaged during the season, they averaged only 126 yards passing a game. So that is something that I'm sure Luxembourg Casco did not expect. But if you would have seen what Lodi did last week when they had a 70 and a 72-yard touchdown pass, you probably figure they might go to that well mm-hmm. again. And the, sure enough, they did right away when they came out with uh, the uh, lane to uh, Aiden Grosskopf, uh, 67-yarder. But uh, we've had some big plays here, which is outstanding. Uh, both the uh, teams not afraid to, to let it roll. 28-14, to 14, our score at the half. The teams are out warming up, so we'll take one more break before the second half kicks off here on Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. The Lodi Blue Devils will be kicking off to start the second half as they will kick from right to left here on Barry Alvarez Field at Camp Randall. It's another squib kick up the middle, bouncing around, still not taken up at the 12. Now at the 15, stumbling forward down to the 20 was Cameron Dorner of Luxembourg Casco. So nearly disastrous for Luxembourg Casco. One of their keys to success before the game, Dennis, was to uh, you know try and limit those big plays, and they almost gave up a big play. Well, five, uh, tell you, five kickoffs for Lodi. Only one as uh, Luxembourg Casco started past the 30. And that was one of the, the goals for Coach Pulse. Keep him inside the 30. First and 10 at the 20. Ronsman straddling the 15. Hands it off to Class up the middle, breaking through a couple of tackles. Fights forward to the 23. Luxembourg Casco yeah. had three drives in the first half. You see or, excuse t- me, four. Two of them were touchdowns. It's just the other two were an interception and turnover on downs. And see Shane, Shane Beck was down, and uh, Clara uh, Clements helped him up. A little sportsmanship out here. 
Always love the great sportsmanship and seeing guys helping each other out out on the field. Second down and seven. Ronsman in the gun. Two receivers to each side of the formation. Class handoff over to the left side. Cuts up field. And he stumbles down to the 27 and a 27 and a half yard line. I know statistically that doesn't count as a half yard, Dennis, but really that's where he went down. Right. You go to the next one, so we're technically at the 28. That I was know. a nice shoestring tackle there by Mason Lane coming up from his safety spot. 25 tackles, three interceptions coming in. Uh, uh, outstanding on both sides of the ball tonight. Third down and three following that run by Andrew Class. Ronsman in the gun. He's got one receiver wide to the right. Fakes the handoff, takes it up the middle, does Ronsman. He's tripped up, but he gets across the 30, brought down at the 31. First down, Spartans. Clark Clemens again with the tackle, but uh, great move there by uh, Ronsman, just falling forward, lunging, getting that first down. It's now a first and 10 at the 31. Ball spotted on the far hash mark. The Luxembourg Casco Spartans in their first ever state appearance, trailing 28-14 with 10-15 to go in the third quarter. Ronsman squatting down, gets the chest high snap, fires quickly across the middle. He's got a completion to Schley, and he has the first down, a pickup of 13 down to the 43. And Groskopf had him covered like a blanket, and somehow Ronsman got that pass, uh, kind of threaded the needle there, and a great catch by uh, the Scheinbeck. Well, and Max Ronsman, he was the Northeastern Conference Player of the Year and first-team all-conference. He's a great quarterback, great dual-threat QB. As like you said, Dennis, yeah. threaded the needle and got that one in for the first down. He was only honorable mention at quarterback. He was the mm-hmm. first team actually all-state on the defensive side of the ball. Fakes the handoff on first down to Ronsman, and he stumbles down for no gain on that keeper. Clark Clemens again there on the tackle, along with 76, Isaiah Groskoff. Well, Dennis, did you notice on the Northeastern Conference's all-conference release, uh, Max Ronsman also listed as running back of the year winner. <laughs> he was that good of a runner <laughs> that they gave the quarterback running back of the year. Well, he outgained everybody in the conference, so why not? <laughs> That's incredible. Second down and 10 after no gain. Line of scrimmage at the 43. Three-step drop, pump fake for Ronsman. Fires deep down the middle of the field, and it's oh. off the hands of his intended receiver. He had his man beat up the seam, but he couldn't quite hang on to it. Incomplete third down and 10 now. I think give uh, Jace uh, Kalinsky number six. He came across that pattern, and I think he just distracted him a little bit. Looked like he yep. got his hand up there, and uh, whether receiver took his eye off the ball or he, I don't think he got a piece of it, but just enough to distract him. It was intended for Cameron Dorner, and the ball hit him right in the face mask on that incompletion. Yeah. Third down and 10 now. Trips to the left, no receivers to the right for Ronsman down in his low Jalen Hurts as squad. And Dennis, we have our first flag of the game. Normally you and I get a bunch of penalties, but I don't remember there being a single penalty in that first half. There wasn't. <laughs> this is a surprise. I am absolutely I'm blown away. I'm stunned. Mason Lane has been incredible for Lodi. This is the most surprising thing of this game. Yeah. Normally, Speaking, you and I get about 20, no. 30 penalty-type games. Speaking of penalties at Camp Randall Stadium this fall. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I've called enough of those. Yeah. 
Uh, that was a pretty clean game. Again, these teams are just outstanding uh, representatives of their communities. It's a great football game. Third and 15 after the penalty. Ronsman looks to throw, throws to the near side, and oh. Shane Beck has the pass batted away. Paxton Krugman there on the defense to swat that away. The second team all-capital conference safety. Paxton Krugman there to force a fourth down and 15. The second team. He had five interceptions during the year. <laughs> well, but geez. The capital conference as well for those that don't know this is a conference with lodi columbus lakeside lutheran lake mills new glarus monticello edgewood turner and bigfoot well, it's a really good high school football conference yeah but how do you uh, mason lane was the player of the year but how do you not pick uh, colton brunell i'm sorry <laughs> well it helps when you go undefeated Dennis. yeah that's it uh, winners Wh- win the conference title line drive punt that bounces at the 37 won't be touched and takes a Spartans roll down to the 26. So Mason Lane and the Lodi Blue Devils offense will start with the ball a first and 10 on their own 26-yard line as we'll take a quick break as you're listening to Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. Fans, as the high school football season wraps up this week, it's time to start looking ahead to basketball season. And there's no better showcase of the top talent from around the state than the 608 basketball tournament returning to Madison College, featuring local talent and star recruits committed to Wisconsin and other top teams in the country. You won't want to miss this tournament. Search 608 Basketball online to find more information and purchase advanced discounted tickets. The 608 Basketball Tournament, December 15th and 16th at Madison College. You read my mind. I was just going to ask you, what about, hey, hoop seasons are on the corner. Uh, are we going to be doing a lot of games? Uh, hopefully we'll be doing a lot of games. We did a lot of football games together. We did. Also, we uh, did. Can't wait for basketball season to start, too. Uh, a little bit. Once we get to the end of the football season, then you kind of look forward to being in a gym where it's warm. Yeah, I've started seeing, you know, as I've started covering high school sports down here in the Madison area, started following a number of the schools on Twitter and Facebook and things like that and seeing posts about the girls' basketball programs. They've all started practice this week. A lot of the boys have as well. But actually, the but boys started the- – this week, the girls a week ago, the first yeah. girls games were Tuesday. We're like, whoa! <laughs> I, that I missed. Yeah. I was so fa- focused in on this game, completely missed that girls basketball games have already started. Oh. We've got a first and 10 with 8.45 to go in the third quarter. Lodi up 28-14. to 14. Lane straddling the 20 out of the gun, hands oh. it off up the middle. Clemens breaking through tackles. He's at <laughs> midfield. He's running away from everybody at the 30, 20, 10, 5, Touchdown, Blue Devils. Tyler Clemens with the touchdown. See you later, baby. That was awesome. (laughs) He broke through and nobody was going to catch him. Kyler Clemens gets his first touchdown of the game for the Blue Devils as they've now got a 20-point lead on Luxembourg-Casco. Well, he did average 8.6 yards a carry during the season. Now we see why. Yeah, he he got through that first line of defense, and all of a sudden there was a ginormous hole 
through that defense, and he ran it all the way in to the end zone. Rosales's extra point is up and good. 35-14, to 14, Lodi on top of Luxembourg-Casco here in the Division Four State Championship game with 8.33 to go as you are listening to Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. A message during this postseason broadcast from the WIAA and the Wisconsin Department of Transportation, speeding and reckless driving are the leading causes of injuries and deaths on Wisconsin roads. Whether you're an athlete or a spectator, control your drive on the roads to keep all travelers safe. Don't speed, don't be reckless, zero in Wisconsin. Together, we can save lives. 8.33 to go in the third quarter, 35-14. Dennis, this has been a game of big plays on offense. We had some good games earlier, but nothing like this. Yeah. That's five plays over 50 yards for touchdowns tonight. Oh, I love it. Uh, If you like offense, you should be watching this game. So maybe Phil Longo should watch this game, Oh, they're going to be outscoring their their basketball teams if we keep this going much longer. Oh, I had a little dig in there. Uh, I caught that. <laughs> I, I was wondering if you are going to. I was going to just let it sit, let it simmer, and you picked up on it. Kickoff from Lodi, a line drive kick taken at the 5 by Massey. He angles over to the middle of the field at the 20, 25, hit at the 26, and brought down. Coach Poles must be a little comfortable because that's the first time they've kicked the ball deep. They'd uh, done that little poocher little bounce kick uh, uh, their previous five kickoffs. And, I mean, you can do that when you're up 35-14. We saw that during the year. We talked about that, I think, when we had the Edgewood-Columbus game in particular. Teams pooching. Sometimes the the kickoff return team doesn't realize it's a live ball, Mm -hmm. especially if you've got some inexperienced players out there on special teams. Max Ronsman and the Spartans offense looking to try and get something going here in the second half. They'll fake the handoff, fire quickly over the middle to Trace Shanebeck. He gets a gain of five on first down off of that RPO. Paxton Koopman there right away to make the tackle. The offense for Luxembourg-Casco, they quickly get up towards the line, then they look over to their far sideline to get the hand signals from the coaching staff to get their play in. Nothing yeah. insurmountable about this. It's a three-touchdown yeah. lead right now, but you There's get a couple of time. big plays, you're right back in it here. Ronsman squatting down with his toes on the 25. Hands it off to Class up the middle, and he has the first down and spun down at the 37. Andrew Class on the carry gets the first down, and Luxembourg-Casco starting to move the ball now. Back-to-back positive plays for them. It's down to 7.35 as they trail by 21 here in the third quarter of the Division IV state championship game. Ronsman again in the gun. Two receivers to his left, two of them to the right. Chest-high snap, looks to throw, fires to the right side, and he's got a completion across midfield. It's another first down. That's Christopher Vander Whelan, the senior wide receiver on the catch. It's back-to-back first downs for the Spartans. A little blitz from the uh, left side there, and uh, back able to pick it up. 
and uh, open seam. Nice uh, catch and run there for uh, the receiver for Van Vander Wieland. Seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Spartans are into Blue Devils territory going left to right. Ronsman throws quickly to the flat to the near side. That's Shane Beck. Shane Beck inside the 40. Can't spin away from Mason Lane on the tackle, but he's still able to pick up six, maybe seven on the first down throw. Yeah, I like Shane Beck. Uh, just all, you know, always making big plays there. He's mm-hmm. a two, two-way player on defense. And then the kicker, we have for Associated Press, we have what's called an all-purpose position to those. Yep. It fits that mold of a, a guy that's playing on both sides of the ball and major contributor. They gave him seven on the reception to Shane Beck. Second down and three. Class oh, gets oh. the handoff. Wanted to try and get it over to the left side, but Jace Kalinski was there on the stop the linebacker for Lodi, and something we haven't talked about, Dennis, head coach Dave Poles, he's had a lot of great teams, a lot of great defenses here at Lodi. He said that this is the best linebacking crew that he has ever had of these four starters. Yeah, and you know, Kalinske right there, that's a great open field tackle, and uh, wrapping guys up, making sure that, uh, again, uh, not sure if Kalinske's a wrestler. I don't have that in my notes, but I wouldn't be surprised if he is with the way that tackle he made. Third down after that tackle. Ronsman oh, taking it to the right side. And he's going to be close to the first down marker. It was at the 35, and they will give the Spartans the first down. So a new set of downs for Luxembourg Casco with 5.41 to go in the third quarter. Ronsman in the offense looking over to the far sideline to get their play. Ball spotted on the near right hash mark as they go from left to right. Spartans make a couple of substitutions as well. They look to get set. They'll have two receivers to the left, two of them to the right. Ronsman straddling the 40. Gets down in his crouch position. Chest high snap, three-step drop, feels pressure coming, rolls to the right, still looking upfield, and then just throws this one away out of bounds. Did have a receiver there at the feet of Brady Massey. That's incomplete, second down and 10 now. So we've seen the passing game working a lot better now in this sec- this drive for Luxembourg-Casco. I can't imagine they'll use the run a little bit here. There's still five minutes to go in the third quarter. They are only down three scores, so can't completely abandon the run, but I don't expect to see a whole lot of it here. No, uh, Ron's been 12-21, 152 yards right now. Still looking for the first touchdown pass, though. Knee-high snap on second down. Ronsman throws to the near sideline. He's got a completion inside the 25 and shoved out of bounds, but there's two flags in the backfield. That was a completion to Shane Beck. Usually a holding call. See, and I'm not going to guess anymore after that shade that you and Alex Strofe threw at me in the last game of the regular season. You saying how I like to guess and I'm usually wrong. Ah, that calls. wasn't. I didn't oh, say that. No, but no. you didn't defend me, Dennis. No. And it was a hold. You were correct. So I'm not going to guess on flags anymore. If you're going to take shots at me like that. You took a shot at yourself, actually. You were pretty, pretty much ripping yourself. No, so. no, 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 no. Alex we don't just need to jumped talk about on that. it. He just jumped we, on we you. We don't need to talk about that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> After the holding penalty against Luxembourg Casco, it's going to be a second down and 20. Line of scrimmage is now back at the 45. Balls on the near right hash mark. First down marker will be the 25 of the Blue Devils. 
Ronsman in the gun, trips to the left, single receiver to the right as he straddles the 50-yard line. Chest high snap, takes a two-step drop, then rolls to the near side, and incomplete at the feet of Vander Whelan, and he took a shot on at the end of that play, and then so did a player for the Lodi Blue Devils, so... He's down on the field, and that was number six, Jace Kalinski, who's down, and he's at least back up to his knees now. So he looks to be okay. He's going to go to the sideline to get checked out because it looked like he might have taken a shot to the head, and anytime that happens, you have to come out of yeah, the game to trainer, get looked at. Yeah, trainers come out, you're coming out. Yeah, they don't leave, they don't let you stay out there. So Kalinski heads to the sideline as this is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania in the WIA State Football Championships. For 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. And the trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new or maybe even a used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda just off the Beltline in Madison or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. Third down and 20 after the incompletion. Line of scrimmage at the 45. First down marker at the 25. Ronsman throwing, pressure coming, throws over the middle of the field, and Massey had it for a second. But guess who? Mason Lane breaks up the pass. Fourth down and 20 now after that great play from the senior safety, Mason Lane. Let's see over there, and he just closed on it, and boom, nice hit. The shoulder pads. And stay away from the head. You want to make mm-hmm. sure when you're hitting upper body. And he's like that. No mas. No way. <laughs> Threw the hands out there. The offense for Luxembourg Casco is going to stay out there on a fourth down and 20. We have 4.42 to go in the third quarter. The Spartans trail Lodi 35-14 to in this state championship game. Ronsman on the 50, dropping back to pass, looking, rolls to his left. He's got pressure coming, fires to the sideline. He's oh, got wow. a man. It's complete. It's a pickup of 11 yards to Trace Shanebeck, but... Not enough for the first down. They were nine yards short, so it's a turnover on downs. Uh, just a nice uh, grab there, but you wanted to be able to catch and run, and he had to go down to the turf to catch it. Once mm-hmm. your knee hits, you're done. Now, now, the, now, Lodi, now this is where you've got the lead. You want to milk it. You don't want to you know, take yeah. your foot off the gas, but you want to use as much time as you can in the huddle and kind of grind a little ground, you know, Pound and ground. Ground, pound, whatever. Ground and pound. Ground and pound tonight, yeah. Uh, Maybe they've been such a quick strike team tonight. Maybe get back to a little bit of your roots and see if they can use that uh, offensive line that's uh, pretty huge there. Line averages uh, 250 pounds. First and 10 at the 34. And Poles started to his right, spinning away from tackles, reverses field, gets upfield, and he's brought down finally at the 38. Would not come down. It was stopped on the left side. You can see he came up the middle and just stood him up. Poles broke away. Poles probably ran about 20 yards sideways (laughs) to gain four yards. But he could have lost three on the play. Exactly. That was a really impressive brave play for Brady Poles, the senior running back. Again, son of the head coach of the Lodi Blue Devils, Dave Poles, coaching in his 
last game of his career looking to go out with his second state championship. Yeah, six years ago when he was a sixth grader, he wanted to be here, but I don't think in his wildest dreams he'd be uh, mm. helping his dad try to win a, a state championship in their last game together. And we've got a flag. It was 12 men in the huddle. Five-yard penalty. So that will erase the run. Well, it backs up the run. Uh, I should say, not erases the run, but it erases the yardage and takes off an extra yard. So it's second down and 11. Line of scrimmage at their own 33 for the Lodi Blue Devils, who work from right to left here on Barry Alvarez Field. Mason Lane will be in the gun. One receiver at the top of the formation. Trips bunched to the near side. Lane's in the gun. Chest high snap. Fakes the handoff, lowers his shoulder up ahead. He gets across the 35 down to the 36. Pickup of three on second down. Uh, Bryce Dewey uh, tried to tackle him, but he he gave him a couple extra yards. He kind of swung him around uh, almost like a body slam there. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lane just picked up and went back to the huddle. Mason Lane, 186 yards through the air, 88 yards on the ground. He has four total touchdowns. If he throws for one more, he would tie the Division Four state record. We have 247 remaining in the third quarter. Lane communicating with the sideline, making sure that they have the right number of players, and now we're going to have a timeout by the Lodi Blue Devils. There was some confusion. We saw the uh, substitution penalty and now some more confusion with Sargent trying to come on and off the field so Lodi will just take their first time out of the second half and Prep Mania is brought to you by UW Credit Union for every stage of life UW Credit Union is here for every you proudly serving Wisconsin for over 90 years pop in or hop online at uwcu.org to join UW Credit Union is proud to support all of the area's student-athletes and make sure to listen every week and follow along on ESPN Madison's social media platforms to learn more about our featured UW Credit Union student-athletes of the week. And conveniently enough, sitting right next to the man that conducts those interviews with the UW Credit Union student-athletes. And... Jerry, Always. Ian Ackley's one from Sun Prairie yep. uh, West. Phenomenal. His uncle, uh, Paul, the athletic director, football coach over at McFarland, and said, yeah, you know, he's uh, a pretty interesting guy. And we had a great conversation out at uh, Sun Prairie West at their uh, turf practice field that mm-hmm. they uh, play on. We were hoping to get over to the uh, stadium, but it was locked that day. Ah. So, uh, but it wasn't too bad, uh, you know, being outside uh, this time of year. Yeah, but, you can't uh, complain about that. Yeah, and he was just uh, named first team all uh, all state uh, by the coaches in the uh, large school at La, uh, inside linebacker. Following the timeout, it's third down and eight. Line of scrimmage at the 36 of Lodi. Trips bunched to the near side. Lane, sprint out to the near side. He's got a completion at the 40, 45 midfield and hit hard out of bounds. Crew Clements there on the first down reception. So a big play to Crew Clements. Mainly plays, a, he's listed as a fullback, but kind of plays more of a H-back, up-back, just kind of an extra blocker for the Blue Devils. 
Yeah, Braden Schley with a nice little hit there. To, uh, hey, uh, I'm here. Nice. Yep. Little, Just got to remind him. A little love, Pat, right? <laughs> exactly. First and 10 now at the 47, 229 remaining in the third quarter. 35-14. Lodi leads Luxembourg-Casco. They flip the formation this time. Trips bunch to the right. Lane's going to keep it. Lane upfield. There's flags, though, behind the play. And he's down inside the 45 to the 44. But if I had to guess, Dennis, I'm going to guess that since the flags came from behind the play, this this is going to back up Lodi as they do move back. So am I allowed to guess that it's going to be a holding penalty? You're not going to take a shot at me for it? No, as long as you didn't say it was pass interference. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes, it is. It is holding on the offense. Uh, Every once in a while you can guess right here. Well, it's... The only other penalty I really think that it can be if it's thrown from behind the play like that is going to be illegal hands to the face on one of the linemen or maybe an illegal formation. Uh, you get the extra. Roughing the passer. Well, but it was a hand. But, but it, it was, was, a, it was, it was a, a quarterback run. run. It was a run. So. Yeah, it was a designed run. You can't, you can't rough the quarterback. If he's going to go and be physical, that you line? can't rough him. Yeah. Remember the Titans? The quarterback uh, docks the guy and says, hey, it's a quarterback. Jeez. It's a toss on first down to the near side for Clemens. That was a toss to Kyler Clemens. He gets back close to the original line of scrimmage. They'll mark him a yard short of that to the 46. So it's second down and 11 after the gain of nine. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of uh, the movie, uh, remember the Titans, Sunshine, the quarterback, yes. Sunshine. Well, we've got a Sunshine coming here from Texas, quarterback, uh, Mabry. Uh, somewhat looking forward to it. But I'll tell you, Mason Lane's got a lot of, yes. lot of that, that uh, moxie in him. Second down and 11. Lane's going to carry it, show some of that moxie, and he gets it to the 49, pickup of three. Makes this a little bit of an easy, slightly easier third down. It's still going to be third and long. So we're inside two minutes remaining in the third quarter. It'll be third down and eight for Lodi. Yeah, 122 yards rushing now for Clemens. And Lane's not that far behind. 91, already 197 yards passing. So if you get a 200-yard passing, 100-yard rushing day, that is a very nice day at the office. He'll... Need potentially need some of those passing yards here with a third down and eight. Lane in the gun, two receivers to his left, lone receiver to his right. He's got a running back flanking him to his left. Knee high snap, three step drop, looks to his right, throws to his right. He's got Sargent. Sargent has enough for the first down, tried to break away from a tackle. He couldn't, and he stopped at the 36. It'll be a fresh set of downs for the Lodi Blue Devils. Nice little out pattern. Just get behind, get get past the sticks. Receiver did that, so he had to come back a little bit for the pass. And uh, plenty of uh, spare room to pick up that first down. Line of scrimmage now at the 36 of Luxembourg-Casco. As the Blue Devils are marching, working from right to left. Deuces to the right, single receiver to the left for Lane. As Lane straddles the 42 out of the gun. 
Chest high snap, handoff up the middle to Clements. Clements breaking through a couple of tackles, but then the reinforcements come, and he is able to pick up four on first down. And Dewey again in the middle of that, and, uh, along with uh, Trace uh, Shane and Beck. Kyler Clemens on the carry, gain of four. And we'll It'll be a second down and six. When we come back, though, for the fourth quarter of action, Lodi leading Luxembourg-Casco 35-14 to here in the Division Four State Championship game, right as you're listening to Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. This is the WIAA Division IV State Championship game on ESPN Wisconsin and the ESPN app. Prep Mania is brought to you by Stoughton Health, providing trusted care close to home. Stoughton Health is proud to support student-athletes from around the area and across the state and wish all participants the best in this championship game. From rehab to ortho care, Stoughton Health provides comfort and convenience locally. Visit StoughtonHealth.com to learn more. So, Dennis... 12 minutes left to go in this Division Four state championship game. Lodi leading 35-14, to 14, and they're moving the ball here with a second down and six. Luxembourg-Casco's got to figure out something here soon. Yeah, explosive offense, 440 yards right now for Lodi and counting. A uh, quick throw to the left side to Sargent on second down, and he... Ran a ton, but was only able to pick up about a yard, maybe two on second down. Still 12 minutes, uh, under 12 minutes to finish here, but Coach Pulse couldn't design it a better way. Uh, Lodi has never trailed in this game. Came out right away and got that 67-yard touchdown pass from Lane to Groskopf, and uh, they have kept their foot on the the pedal for three quarters and now. Just time to finish it up, and uh, it's going to be a long night in Lodi. <laughs> but a good <laughs> celebration, night. but a good night for everybody. Third down and five. Lane in the gun, receiver to each side. Hands it off to Clemens up the middle. He's hit at the line, but pulls the defenders forward close to the first down marker. But I think he's only going to get about three yards. It'll be a fourth down and two. Now looks for Casco hanging in there. It's uh a historical game for them, first mm-hmm. time to state, and it's uh, first of many trips. Uh, once you can break the ice, get over that hump, it's a lot easier, especially uh, you look at this team, a lot of good underclassmen for the Spartans and, um, you know, Coach uh, Searing. Fourth down and two now for the Lodi Blue Devils. They try to salt this one away with 10.30 to go in the game. Lane under center, pitches it to the near side. As Clemens has enough for the first down and is brought down at the 21. That was Kyler Clemens with the carry. And has the first down. And it's going to keep that clock moving. 129 yards rushing tonight, including that 74-yarder that uh, just kind of broke the backs of the uh, Spartans. Mm -hmm. So Lodi will huddle up and just take their time. They're okay with... 
Letting as much clock run down up by 21. Lane will be in the gun. He'll have deuces to his left. Clemens flanking him to his left. Ball spotted on the near hash mark. Lane's going to keep it off to the left. Lane trying to get the angle, and he can't, and is kindly escorted out of bounds by, uh, looked like that was number 12, Mason Trimberger. Yeah, you, you like to keep the uh, clock going, but... Uh, uh, you don't want Mason three. to get hit. No, you don't want to sacrifice your body when you're up by that. Just uh, live to fight another another series. Take what you can get mm-hmm. and come back to the huddle. And so good, good pursuit there on the uh, Spartans' defense. So stringing that play out. After running out of bounds, nine forty-seven to go in the game. Second down and ten. So no gain after the carry by Lane. Play action, Lane throws to the near side, inside the 20, the 15, and hit hard at the 14. That was a completion to his fullback, Crew Clements, brother of Kyler Clements. Makes it a third down and short. Looks like that was a pickup of seven, it was, so it's third down and three now at the 14. So the, line of sc- or the first down marker then will be at the 11. Some nice easy math for me, Dennis Summerall. There you go. That third down, uh, Blue Devils, uh, four of eight conversions tonight. Receiver to each side of the formation, Lane in the gun, straddling the 20. Hands it off to Clements. Clements trying to find running room. He does. He has the first down inside the 10 and down to the 9. Nails in the coffin here, just finishing it off. And selfishly, Dennis, I kind of want to see Mason Lane throw a touchdown here just to tie that state record. Hey, still plenty of time here. Well, it's Alex Strofe got to have a state record moment in his game. I'm, you know, I'm a little okay. jealous. I got to compete with Strofe. I, you know, want to try and have that moment too. He's got another shot tomorrow to we do the D2 game. Yeah. First and goal at the 10. Yeah, Badger and Wanaki, that's going to be a great one. Yeah. Clements gets the handoff to the right, stumbling forward and tripped up at the four. Pickup of six on first down. Second and goal now from the four. I'll actually move it back to the Well, the scoreboard says the four, but the ball, it's closer to being spotted at the five, I think. But we'll give him the six yards on the carry. Inside eight minutes to go in the game. And a review of the uh, the keys to the game. Move the chains and score was number three, and they're, they're doing that right now. Number two, stop the quarterback. They've held Ronsman to 31 yards rushing tonight. And special teams, be sound. Don't give up big plays. It's been a great game that way, too. Sargent comes into motion from the right side to the left. Clemens, the handoff up the middle again, trying to fight forward, but he's only able to pick up two. So down to the three-yard line now for the Blue Devils. Third goal from the three. So now, Dennis... With seven minutes to go in the game, you know I don't want it to seem like I'll oh, rub it in on Luxembourg Casco, but is this two down territory? Do you just try and go for the touchdown here? Because then if you don't get it, yeah. you're still forcing them to have to go ninety yeah, something defense, yards. Right. Yep. Yeah, 
Yeah, you don't uh, you don't need a field goal here. Just keep your ball on the ground and make them stop you. Third and goal from the three. Lane rolling to his left. He's hitting the backfield. He's going to be brought down for a loss of three on the play. One of the few negative plays we've seen when Mason Lane has tried to keep the ball. There have been no sacks tonight, and we've only had three plays combined mm-hmm. for minus yardage. That says something about both of these fine offensive lines for Lodi and Luxembourg-Casco and the, the ability of the running backs and quarterbacks to fall forward and making sure you get that extra yardage. And now it looks like uh, you're going to line up for a field goal. They're going to give them another shot. Rosales missed one at the end of the first half for Lodi. It was almost the same type of well, he, kick, just he, a little bit further out. The thrill of kicking one at Camp Randall, so I think they want yeah. to give him another another uh, shot to redeem himself. Not that anything wrong, he missed the first one. A little redemption kick here. This will be a 23-yard attempt. And this kick is up. It's a sidewinder, and it is good. 38-14 to 14 the score now after that field goal from Rosales. Lodi leading Luxembourg-Casco. As you are listening to Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. Prep Mania is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management. Canopy serves as a partner, advocate, and steward to help achieve your financial goals with confidence. They believe that values matter and strengthen the community, and they serve as a partner, advocate, and steward for you and your family along your financial planning journey. When you work with Canopy, care, competence, and clarity isn't a tagline, it's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Dennis, you said something to me during that break. How long exactly was that drive from the Lodi Blue Devils? (laughs) Phenomenal. 17 plays, 60 yards, 10 minutes and 45 seconds on that they ran the ball 12 times for 41 yards, had a couple penalties, overcame it, got four first downs, couldn't quite get it into the end zone. But now that is what's called keeping the the, pedal to the metal Mm -hmm. and doing exactly what you need. Uh, Nothing flashy. They didn't need any trick plays. Don't put the ball in the air unless you have to. Just grind, ground and pound, and get some points. And you gave your kicker a thrill of a lifetime. He gets to kick a field goal at Camp Randall Stadium. So, I mean, right now this is a time where coaches uh, were trying to get playing time for everybody, get some, uh, you know, some experiences out there. It's mm-hmm. one thing to run down the tunnel. It's another to get on the actual turf and yep. play. And right now with a 24-point lead and five minutes to go, uh, a lot of memories to be made yet here. And for Coach Poles, it's uh, it'll be a short 550 but a long 550. Uh, thinking now, see him pacing on the sideline right there with a smile yep. on his face. Wow, I mean, his dream is so close to happening. And, you know, Dave Poles, he's normally a a pretty intense, like like most football coaches, kind of an intense guy in that on the sideline. But you can tell as he's down on the sideline with his team, he is definitely relaxed. And I think it's starting to set in what is about to happen here at Camp Randall in his last game. A squib kick at the 20 taken by Luxembourg Casco dancing around and up to the 30. 
Oh, he's got a big heart. He's a special education teacher. Yep. Lord, I both his wife, uh, Michelle, also is a former coach now, just uh, raising the family and, and teaching. But uh, a very sports-oriented family, and uh, this is one that they're sharing with the community. One time, Lodi was just a wrestling community. Yep. Now they're basketball team, football team, track, you know, you, you name it. Uh, that's very successful, but here's title number two within reach. Well, and this is very fun for me as well if this score here holds as we expect it to in the last 543. The first game I ever called doing play-by-play was a Lodi boys basketball regional final game. Uh, when they played the Watoma Hornets a few years back. So Lodi's always had a little special place in my heart for me as a broadcaster as we have a flag on first down. I'm not going to – I don't want to guess, but I have a feeling that this could be some pre-snap movement potentially from the line. And it was. So that will back up Luxembourg-Casco. Back to the 25 now. After that five-yard penalty, makes it first down and 15. With 5.40 to go in the game now. Ronsman gets the play from the sideline and gives it to his offensive line. He'll be in the gun. Receiver to each side. Class flanking him to his left as he straddles the 20 down in his Jalen Hurts-esque squat. Jet sweep to the near side, trying to cut up field at the 25, but maybe picks up a yard that time was Cameron Dorner, the sophomore running back for the Spartans. Clemens again, number 24, with the uh, str- stringing it out, using that speed that we saw, we've seen on offense, uh, making a play. Again, that great linebacking crew that... Uh, that uh, Coach Poles had, he raved about uh, mm-hmm. the teleconference. And you can see why, just their pursuit and their tenacity of their tonight's been tremendous. Second down now, play action. Ronsman wants to throw, dances around, rolls out to the right. He's being chased, still looking upfield, throws on the run, has it to his receiver, but it's incomplete along the far sideline. He wanted Dorner, but couldn't get his feet down on that pass so it'll be third and 14. we look at the replay here at camp randall and he was able to get possession of the ball but his foot just dragging along that sideline and incomplete again we see another shot of head coach of the lodi blue devils dave poles in his final game as a head coach leading 38-14 to 14 on the Spartans of Luxembourg-Casco with 4.53 to go in the game. Third down and 14. Ronsman has three receivers to his right. Knee-high snap, pressure coming, just has to throw this away. He had a receiver in the area, and the ball got close to not getting back to the line of scrimmage, but Brady pulls that time, had the pressure right in. Ronsman's face and just had to throw it away or he was going to take a big shot. I mean, mixing up their linebackers, blitzing. Uh, you don't know where it's coming from tonight. And Ronsman, to his credit, uh, has been able to hang in there. But, again, neither team has given up a sack tonight. It's a testament to the quarterbacks and the offensive lines. But it's been a lot of pressure, and you saw that right there from, uh, from uh, Brady Poles. 
Ronsman now will punt on fourth down and 14. Paxton Wyman will be back to return. Wyman standing back at his own 34. And this was nearly blocked. The punt bounces at the 48. Takes a little bit of a Luxembourg-Casco roll, but then ends up coming back to the 45. It'll be a first down and 10 at their own 45 for the Lodi Blue Devils with 4.40 to go here in the Division Four State Championship game as you're listening to Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. WIAA Division Four State Championship game on ESPN Wisconsin and the ESPN app. Thirty-eight to fourteen, Lodi leads Luxembourg Casco in the Division Four State Championship game with four forty to go here at Camp Randall. And Dennis, while we're still in a timeout here, something that I wanted to ask you about my parents never they were never my coach and I know you've talked a lot about how you got to coach your kids you know head coach Dave Poles coaching his son Brady and as things are starting to set in and we can tell on the sideline that it's starting to set in that Lodi is going to come away with their second state championship in school history in the last game for head coach Dave Poles you know can you just try and put yourself in the mind of Dave Poles what it must feel like getting a state championship in his last game oh, with I, his son. I saw this with Mike Minnick at DeForest and his son Brett when uh, Mike won in his last game and he announced in the postseason or toward the end of the season that it was going to be his last. And they had also a perfect record, 14-0. Yep. It can't be any better, I mean, the feeling. And uh, for me, I, you know, I enjoyed coaching my kids in youth sports and I would never trade that experience for anything. Mason Lane hands off to Brady Poles, who breaks away from tackles in the backfield and then is finally brought down. Just needed six defenders to bring down the 6'3", 219-pound senior running back, and it's a loss of three on first down. And when, uh, when after Brady was injured, when I talked to Dave, when I found out about mm-hmm. the accident, and he was so worried. I mean, his son was not going to survive. He was so yeah. critically injured from the car accident. And now to be able to see him when he came back as a junior and was able to play, he was just proud he was on the field, mm-hmm. and they were able to share that experience. You've taken it up now many levels, and the emotions going through right now, he's an emotional guy. I, I'm emotional just thinking about it. Uh, uh, I was going to say, I'm Dave, starting to kind of tear up a little bit. Dave means an awful lot to me, too, personally, and for him to share that with his son, his family, is just tremendous. I, I couldn't be happier for him. Brady Poles gets the handoff again, tries to take it to the right side, and that's strung out. He's able to pick up about four. Makes it a third down and nine now. And the only issue with that run was the fact that Brady ran out of bounds instead of just go down inbounds and let this clock keep running with 3.38 to go. Up by 24, 38-14. And Dave will be the first one to tell you his coaching staff, Rick Mack, Carl Section, uh, uh, Kyle, Kelby Mack, Patrick Walsh. I mean, all the guys on the staff mean so much to him, former uh, Lodi players. 
Skylar Kurt, another former Lodi player, uh, that this award and this championship is, is shared by the whole community. Brady pulls stiff-arming defenders away, gets the first down on a great carry into Spartan territory and brought down at the 43. So I, I do love that they're, as they've been making a couple of substitutions here as Lodi to get some of the other guys some playing time on Camp Randall in a state championship game. They're going to ride the senior, the workhorse, the coach's son, Brady Poles, to wind out this clock and bring home the second gold ball to Lodi. So it's a first and ten after that Brady Poles run. We're down to three minutes to go. Line of scrimmage at the 43. Ball spotted on the near hash mark with Lane in the gun. He'll bring Poles over from his left side to his right. Claps his hands, gets the snap, and Mason Lane's going to take it himself. He's inside the 40 and brought down at the 43. Selfishly being a stats guy, uh, Mason's 12 yards short of 100 yards. So I wanted to (laughs) call his own number a couple of times. 100 yards, and he's passed for 220. That does not happen very often. You get 100 yards in in rushing and then over 200 passing. Uh, A lot of dual threat quarterbacks now, but... Now he's up to uh, 93 yards. Come on, one more, one more carry. One more good carry one for more Mason good carry Lane. Get him that 100 yards. He's going to stay in at quarterback. So he'll be in the shotgun on second down and five. Lane licks his fingers on his right hand, then wipes them off on his right thigh with one receiver split out wide to the left out of the gun. Chest high snap. Lane's going to take it. He is going to be close to the yardage, and I think he'll have enough. It looks like that was a gain of seven, so Mason Lane will have 100 rushing yards on the day in this Division IV state championship game in his last game as a senior for the Blue Devils, and he starts getting the crowd fired up as they're down to a minute 50 to go, and the Blue Devils faithful. It looks like they might even try and maybe give a standing ovation to some of the players. Are they? Well, the fans are. You can see them on the uh, on the video screen. Oh, flag! And then, yeah, there's the a flag. Game. There were 12 players in the huddle, and Brady Poles was confused on what he needed to do. There's just, I think, there's just so much emotion right now and that for gives, Lodi. That gives Lane exactly 100 yards. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, last week in their level four game, he threw the ball eight times, had five completions, got exactly 200 yards. So why not finish off your career, get exactly 100 yards on the ground? There was too many players in the huddle for... Does not get much better than this. 490 yards, 19 first downs, only three penalties, and zero turnovers. That's a championship team. Zero turnovers, and they forced Luxembourg-Casco into two turnovers. Lane kneels the ball down to lose a yard. Oh, no. That's a, that's a team. Yep. That does not come off of his, uh, his stats. I know. I just That'd be yeah. significant to some <laughs> if this was fantasy football because it wouldn't go that way. Lane and Poles uh, hugging each other just, at the 45. Just showing the game-winning that field goal on that TV from earlier today. Some of the highlights from other championship games. I see the orange Gatorade bucket getting ready oh, behind yes. Dave Poles. There it is. And it goes over his shoulders. The perfect 
ending complete. Head coach Dave Poles in his final game will ride off into the sunset with his second gold ball. And the perfect season, 14-0. Mason Lane hugging his coaches. And Dave Poles again, his final game as a head coach. He wins his second state championship for the Lodi Blue Devils. And the uh, Lodi and uh, some Casco players hugging at the midfield, the rest of the players on the field. Mm -hmm. Now time to celebrate. It'll be a party in Lodi tonight. 38-14 to 14 is the score. The Lodi Blue Devils winning their second ever state championship over the Luxembourg Casco Spartans. Yeah, and particularly for Brady Poles, Clark uh, Clemens, Josh Klon, and Mason Lane. Ball boys six years ago dreaming the dream. Mm-hmm. Could that be them running down the tunnel and lofting a gold ball? Guess what? Dreams do happen. And we just saw the Lodi head coach, Dave Poles, hugging his son, Brady, the senior running back for this team who closed out the game on the ground, a player who we weren't even sure if he was ever going to play football again after that car accident and managed to get his way back and got a gold ball with his dad in their final game for the Lodi Blue Devils. We're going to take a quick break compose ourselves a little bit dennis in this emotional championship for lodi and when we come back we're gonna have the stoughton trailers final haul again 38 to 14 our final score the lodi blue devils taking down the luxembourg casco spartans in the division four state championship here on zimbrick honda's presentation of prep mania Lodi Blue Devils are your Division Four state champions. 38-14, to 14, they take down the Luxembourg Casco Spartans. And Dennis, let's check in on the final haul for today's game, brought to you by Stoughton Trailers since 1962. Stoughton Trailers has been a family-owned and operated business. With competitive wages and excellent benefits, plus growth and advancement opportunities, Stoughton Trailers is an exciting place to grow your career. Join the collaboration, innovation, and dynamic team atmosphere at Stoughton Trailers, with positions now open in production, finance, sales, operations, engineering, supply chain, and more. Go to STLG jobs.com to apply today stoughton trailers big trailers big opportunity dennis the final hall i know usually this is where we talk about stats and the numbers but again i just want to talk about this because it is so cool to me again my parents to get into my life a little bit and i don't want to make this about me my parents didn't coach me they were involved in other parts of my life growing up and activities but i never experience that you being a father of two you experience being a coach of your kids please just put it put people who have never felt that what it's like to be dave poles right now finishing in your last game as a head coach with your son winning a state championship in a perfect uh, season well my son made his first three-pointer was made in the gym at deforest and he comes leaping into my arms in the sideline and Doug Pickerts, who was the girls' coach at the time, said that was a dad moment. Mm-hmm. And you share in all you want is your kids to do something positive. 
there's nothing better as a parent than to watch your, your child do something they love with their friends. And that's a family down there. And uh, Brady with his friends, I mean, he wasn't two years ago, man, that accident really shook the community and Dave in particular. And I think, you know, a lot of people, you realize we worry about so many things in the world that don't really matter to sweat the little stuff. Look at the big picture and what it's like. And for Dave to be able to share this, and he's coached most of these kids either in t-ball or in youth football and had parents when he couldn't mm-hmm. that, that stepped forward and were able to share in this. So it's not just his, like, he'll be the first to say all the assistant coaches and the people that, that did it, but you build that family bond, and all you want is to see the smile on your son's face. <laughs> when they hugged, man, that was it. I lost mm-hmm. it. I'm yeah, sorry. that's why we had to get to a yeah, break. We both started choking up you, here you, in the you, booth. You can't imagine. I mean, uh, uh, the same thing with my daughter. She got to play at state in softball. Mm-hmm. And just to see her out there and then uh, give her a hug after the game and have her thank me just for being there. I mean, as a parent, you just want to be there for your kids. And when you can do something like this, Dave said, yeah, coming in. You'd hope, you know, you have a chance to play for a championship, but it's a dream. You just never know. And they were in a position tonight, and tonight, that first play, a 67-yard touchdown pass from uh, Mason Lane, who had an all-world game tonight mm-hmm. at quarterback, Dayton Groskoff, gave them that lead. They never lost it. Mm-hmm. They, they had that, that focus, that mental picture of this is the championship. And while the first one for Dave in 17 was real important, because Brady's a senior, all those seniors, and it was a senior lineup across the board, mm-hmm. that, those are his sons. Those, that's his yep. family. And those are Brady's brothers in not just football but in life. And 20 years from now, they're going to yeah, celebrate this, but they're going to celebrate the bus trip home tonight, mm-hmm. the, all the bus trips, the two-a-days, having to work in the weight room in the summer at 5 o'clock in the morning when you want to stay in bed and sleep extra. They were there working their butts off. And uh, that's what you celebrate for something like this. And while I, I couldn't be happier for Dave, as a dad in mm-hmm. particular, um, to be able to share that. And the guys are down there now in the end zone. And for many years with the Cap Times and State Journal, I would be down there with the reporters. And just I mean, the love of the team. And when you see so many opportunities for fathers, coach your sons, mothers, the same thing with their daughters. But the fathers and the son, that bond is so tight. And right now, wow, I, just, I talked to Dave a couple of days ago, and he said, you know, if we win this, nobody's going to sleep tonight, that Friday mm-hmm. or Thursday night. And I go, uh, yeah, that's probably a good bet. Yeah. So, uh, wow. And uh, these guys should never have to buy a drink in Lodi the rest <laughs> of their lives. Uh, when you bring home a state championship, wow. Well, That's incredible. Head coach Dave Poles and his son Brady, as they were walking over to take a team picture with the gold ball, they were walking off of Barry Alvarez Field, arm in arm, father and son, ending their time at Lodi together with a state championship and a perfect undefeated 14-0 and season. As Lodi, again, they defeat Luxembourg-Casco 38-14. to And when you talk about Luxembourg-Casco, those guys over there won a Division II state wrestling title. Yep. It was a smaller group, but they know what Lodi is going through yes. right now, having won it. They've seen out here. They've been here. This is a program that is going to be back. Coach yep. Singh did a heck of a job with this group, he and his coaching staff. And... Uh, I'll tell you that uh, the quarterback, Max Ronsman, was everything he was cracked up to be. Yes. Mason Lane was just, and Lord, I was just a little bit better tonight. Yep. 
They absolutely were, as this has been Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania and the WIA State Football Championship. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, and the trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda just off the Beltline in Madison or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. That'll do it for our four-game coverage of the WIA State Championships today on Thursday. But come right back tomorrow. We're going to have the Division Three Championship game as well as the Division Two, where Wanakee looks to try and complete a perfect season against an undefeated Badger team. No, not the Wisconsin Badgers. Badgers <laughs> from over by Lake Geneva. And then we'll finish off the night with Marquette and Franklin in the Division One Championship game. So you'll have all coverage of all three games tomorrow as well. Dennis, thank you so much for an amazing football season this year getting to cap it off with this incredible game and such an incredible story you're the best in the business for a reason these broadcasts would not have sounded as amazing as they do when you do them with jesse and strofe uh if it weren't for all the prep work that you do to make all of us uh ready to go each and every night we couldn't do it without you thank you so much can't wait for some basketball season and have fun with strofe in the Division Two game tomorrow, it, it's I'm part of a team, a great team. Thank Colin tonight, yes, Jesse, thank you so uh, much, for Colin. all the work that everybody did, and in Beaver Beaver Dam as well. Being able to pull off what we've done so far this season, mm-hmm. I mean, they had that pandemic year, and we were still doing games, finding a way to get it done. And now, three years later, you look back how far we've come, and to be able to do this. You're, you're awesome. <laughs> I love I've had a chance to work with you and Jesse and Alex all fall, and I can't wait now for winter sports. Uh, Alex loves basketball, I think, a little yes. bit more. But he, yeah. he loves for those moments. Yep. So, But you guys have had some great calls, and I'm just glad to be part of the team and be part of it because I think we got something special. And thank you all for listening today and tonight. Again, you can listen to any of these games back on Wisconsin On Demand or wherever you get your podcasts. 38-14, to 14, our final score in the Division Four State Championship chip game and that will do it for our coverage today here on Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. Thursday in the books on Zimbrick Honda's championship presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand in the Everlight Solar Studio at ESPN Madison. My name's Jesse Nelson. Special thanks to producer Colin Russo. Staying up with us tonight for a little Prep Mania After Dark post-game coverage of Championship Thursday. Four games in the books. Edgar, Stratford, Aquinas, and Lodi crowned champions today. If you're staying with us on 100.5 ESPN Madison, we'll have extended post-game coverage, including highlights from each of our championship games throughout the course of the day today. We'll say farewell to our friends on 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam here in just a moment. Zimbraconda's championship presentation of 
Prep Mania. The Lodi Blue Devils emerged victorious 38-14 over Luxembourg Casco, appearing in its first ever WIAA State Football Championship game. Lodi sends head coach Dave Pulls off into retirement as an undefeated champion in 2023. The Lodi Blue Devils win their second ever gold ball in football. The other win coming in 2017. Again, coming up next, extended post-game coverage on 100.5 ESPN Madison. So long on 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam. We'll see you back here at 930 tomorrow morning after Wilde and Tausch for pregame coverage, followed by the Division 3, 2, and 1 state championships. Rice Lake Grafton at 10 a.m., Wanakee Lake Geneva Badger at 1 p.m., Marquette and Franklin top it all off at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. My name's Jesse Nelson. We'll be joined momentarily for extended post-game coverage. Zimbraconda's championship presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand.